And good morning, everybody. It is Sunday, August the 28th, 2022. Welcome to Early Bird Chat number 148. So let's see who we've got out there in the chat. First of all, I'd like to mention Hillbilly Up, who joined the channel as a YouTube member Friday night. Welcome to Hillbilly Up. Uh, first one in the chat today is Kingpin with two thumbs up. Tactical Fud says, morning, everybody. And a new person out there, kind of a new old person, Wrestling Unloaded, who you might know as Rich White. <laughs> <laughs> so doing double duty, Rich is. Uh, Ozzy. Orsborne, good morning, cluckers, and meow to George, he says. Brian Bridges is out there. Good morning, all. Let's make it a great day. MC is out there saying good morning. Tacos and french fries. Hey, good morning, guys. Grim90 the Reaper says America. And Abigail Finnegan is out there saying hey, y'all. And Mike is out there saying good morning to Live Moo, says, I made it. You did indeed. Uh, the Scottish American, also doing double duty. Hey, all. Reloader762 says, morning, everyone. Tony York is out there. Good morning, folks, says Tony. And... Um, that looks like that's about it. So let's uh, introduce our panelist, the first one in this morning, the uh, host of uh, Foreign and Domestic, who uh, we all used to know as the crazy Scotsman. He may or may not be crazy anymore, but he is now the Scottish-American. Good morning, Scotsman. God bless America. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And that's an awesome intro. I love it. It's awesome. And uh, glad to be here. Appreciate everyone out there in the side chat. And uh, yeah, good to be here. Rich, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Hey, Rich. Rich, of course, you know, he's uh, he's got this wrestling gig going on on Saturdays. Also, uh, this week, Unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel. So, Rich White... Uh, uh, you've got uh, you've got a lot of things going on, right? Yeah, some things, and, and I've got, I'll throw the link out there for the new channel for anybody that does want to subscribe to that. You did, or you want me to? I I am. I, you I just, are. Well, there you I, go. I was in the process of doing it while I was saying I was doing it. See, that's all right. I know so, how this stuff works. Come on now. So we got one more panelist coming on. Let's welcome. Uh, our men on 18 wheels, or at least one of them, Single Shot, is with us. Good morning, Single Shot. Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Uh, doing pretty good. How about you? Are you on the road today? No, sir. I got home yesterday afternoon, and uh, I'm just chillaxing this morning. Good morning to everybody, and uh, good morning to everybody in the chat. Nothing wrong with that. Out there in the chat, Jason Stewart is out there saying, morning, everyone. And uh, BWAT75 says, hey, hey, old Crankman is out there. Hi, everyone. How is it going? Captain Codebook wants to know who made the coffee today. Well, I made mine. How about that? Uh, Let's see. 
So, uh, yeah, Taco's yeah, French fries was asking what new channel. Uh, the, instead of doing the wrestling channel on the, un, the wrestling show on the Unloaded Media channel, after the show last night, Guns and Barbecue and Kingpin and I were talking, and we're going to split that off onto its own channel, which is Wrestling Unloaded, which I just threw the link out there too. If anybody, and it's got, that's just going to be wrestling. There's going to be other stuff on there too. Anything that's going to be like sports or entertainment will be thrown up on that channel. Like uh, next weekend, we're going to do a watch along for Ohio State versus uh, Notre Dame for the opening season, the opening game on for both of those teams. And, you know, Jason Stewart wants to do that. So we're going to do that. And that'll be on that channel. So if anybody wants to watch that watch along for that football game next week, that's where you'll find that. That sounds like a fun time. Uh, I will definitely be there. Um, let's see. Two, two, three DMR is out there. Good morning. We have 20 people watching already. So we're getting things started. Old Crankman says getting my Hoover convertible today. Hopefully it's there. And Abby says I'll get a venti caramel crunch macchiato in a bit. That sounds good. And we got a new member. For the Gizzard Gang. So thank you to Ozzy Orsborn. All right. Thank you very much. He's already got a wrench. He's a double dipper because he supports me on the Patreon side also. So thank you very much. And, um, well, Mike says, I hate to say it, Notre Dame is going to lose. The last spread I saw was Notre Dame plus 15. So we'll see. Yeah. And I haven't followed college football very closely in a while, so I don't know who's good and who's not. But uh, it's always a fun game whenever two powerhouses get together like that. So uh, we'll see how it goes. If it's one-sided, then, you know, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. In the end, it doesn't really matter, but it's always fun. I yeah, used that, to live and die college football, but anyway, I finally realized that the sun still comes up the next day, whether you win or lose. Yeah, and with that game, that's one of those ones where it may not matter when it comes to who gets into the playoff at the end of the season because both of those teams are going to be in, should be in the running. And if you look at last year's uh, college football standings, I think there was one team that finished the season undefeated and everybody else had at least one loss. That was in the playoff. Well, as long as uh, I hate to say this because there might be somebody out there from the state, but as long as Alabama doesn't win the national championship, I'm okay because they That's always right. win. Jason Stewart <laughs> saying that the, the the odds he saw last night were Buckeyes by 17. It keeps changing. Wow. Us, so <laughs> it's. One one site will have Notre Dame by this. Another site will have, the, uh, you know, like two hours later, I'll have Ohio State by this. I mean, it keeps changing. I, I don't think they know one way or another, to be perfectly honest, these audience makers. That's why they play the games, right? That's right. Now, Tacos of French Fries says, Cowboys fan here, more into the NFL, but do enjoy some of the college rival games. But Tony says, as only Tony could say, I don't give a shit about any sport unless it includes bullets and or internal combustion. Well, there's something to that, too. I do love those sports. <laughs> I second that. 
the main reason why we're doing this is because Jason Stewart and I last season, we, we were getting each other grief about who was going to win what game and whatnot. You know, he's an Ohio State fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. And this is per- this is just a perfect setup for the two of us to do this as a live stream and whatnot. And they, they, so we invited Gary if he wants to come on with it because I know he's a – when he does watch college football, he's been a Notre Dame fan and whatnot. So it's just going to be like friendly rivalry of our own <laughs> to go along with the college football game kind of thing. So. See, here's my thing with it. So most of your national sports are the ones that are doing the protests, kneeling down and all that BS. Most of your college ones are still standing up and doing what they're supposed to do. I'm not a big fan of football by any means of the matter whatsoever, but I respect those that will stand up and do what they're supposed to do. No, I could see standing up and standing up for this country and the constitution and the rights of the people. But when they deliberately show an attitude like that towards people that protect them and the personnel that have to deal with that kind of stuff every single day, the thing that I have seen here lately, and it's quite prominent, I'm an ex-deputy sheriff, and when somebody started pitching an attitude towards me, I'd try to squelch the situation the best I could. I'd get back up involved in it. And still, if the situation escalated, the individual would be put in timeout, either cuffed and stuffed or cuffed and sit sit on the curb until you get your attitude straight. But they won't do that. They keep egging the things on, egging it on, egging it on. Eventually, t- things get out of hand. Officers lose their, their cool. And uh, that's when the real trouble starts. So if somebody pulls you over for a traffic stop, just cooperate with them. Don't give them any grief. They get a miserable job as it is. And, uh, you know, it just, it just appalls me that somebody will deliberately agitate a situation, get into that situation, and then turn around and claim police brutality. Who the hell started the mess in the first place? Really? Think about it. All right, to to a certain degree, yes, and to a certain degree, no. And I say to a certain degree, no, for a good reason. Here's the problem that we have today. And I think you'll agree with me, man, on this. But one of the biggest problems we have today is there are so many cops out there who think just because they have a badge, they can do whatever they want. And they don't know the law to the T, and they don't. And this is the problem. And so a lot of times you're getting pulled over for something and they won't even tell you what it is. And then they're standing there and they're screaming at you for ID and this, that, the other. And they have no lawful way to ask you for it. So then it gets hostile because they're being hostile. 
And it happens more often than not. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Don't escalate the situation into something that is going to get dangerous for a lot of people. And there, there will be times where an officer will pull you over, not because you've done something wrong, but because they noticed something wrong with the car itself. Right. I've had it happen. Don't don't fly off the handle because the officer's pulling you over. It could be a safety issue that could save your life. That's right. I, I got no issues with cops, none whatsoever. I have an issue with cops who turn around and don't know the law and are trying to ask for something they have no right to ask for. That's what I have. Yeah, issue. yeah. And there's, there's guys out there that's got attitudes. I'll agree with that. Oh, yeah. I've seen it myself. Yeah, just like but every population in the to, country, you're going to get bad people and you're going to have good yeah. people. That's you've it's got, law of averages, to, you know. Yeah, you've got to, as another fellow officer, you got to pull him aside and say, "Look, man, you got to chill out," or take it to the OOD, the officer of the day, his commander. There's different ways to deal with this kind of stuff. You know, I'm not going to say I haven't been reprimanded by my uh, hires, higher ups. I have. Yeah, everybody I've has made a my bad mistakes. Day. Everybody has a bad day. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just people stop and realize what's going on. Don't just fly off the handle and start screaming and yelling at somebody that's only doing his job. That's that's just crazy for somebody to do some uh, stuff like that uh, I, i've had two two pretty crazy <laughs> incidents that i've had so one of the first ones i had was back when i was driving when i first transferred to ohio yeah uh this was back in 2011 somewhere in there i think um and i was driving through indiana yeah and uh I got pulled over for going two miles an hour over the speed limit. That's that's crazy. That's well, crazy. what what what's that's the craziest that, part? What's, that's what's, an officer that is trying to get his brownie points there. What what I never the stopped part of the whole that. thing? Their single shot as he, he he pulled me over in a super dangerous spot. Uh uh-uh. uh. He it's pulled me over on a high speed turn. So everyone's doing 70, 75, and I'm right here on this turn, and there's no way. But he wanted me to stop. Like he, he, he told me, he got on the mic and called me and told me to stop on the microphone. Yeah. And if it would have been me, I would have told, I would have done the same thing, but I would have told the individual, let's pull forward and make this a safe area. Right. Well, he didn't. He didn't, yep. and, and it was super unsafe. And I yep. mean, cars were flying by like crazy, man. Good chance um, of somebody get killed. He he kept me there for forty five minutes. Gee, asking me oh. the same questions over and over and over again, hoping I would slip up and say something. Yeah, yeah, that should have been that should have been a discussion with his old for damn sure. And then the second one, one of the worst ones I had was when I lived in Missouri, I got pulled over three minutes from the house. And the cop pulled me over and I'm sweating. 
And he goes, you've been drinking? No, sir, I've been working out. You know, I think you've been drinking. Like my sweaty ass keys in the back of the car. You want to smell it? (laughs) And I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was just being no. Yeah. And he looks at me like, "Are you being smart with me, kid?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not being smart with you. I'm trying to be honest. My my bag is in the back of the car. You want to smell it?" Yeah. He's like, "I think you've been drinking. You need to step out of the car." I'm like, "No, I don't." I explained to you, no, I've not been drinking, and I've been working out, and this, that, the other. I don't need to step out of the car. You have no basis for me to step out of this vehicle. None. Yeah. So I don't call any supervisor. Well, his boss shows up. His boss walks up to the car, and he's like, okay, what's going on, sir? And I'm like, well, you, you, you're uh, whatever he was. I forget what he was. I'm like, yeah. just, just telling me that I'm drunk when I'm not drunk and sweating my ass off because I've been working out all night and my bag's right back there. And you, you're welcome to smell it. Yeah. And he's like, who's your teacher? And I told him who my teacher was. He's like, okay, you're free to go. Yeah. If he would have demanded to have you step out of the vehicle, I would have in turn uh, to him and said, look, I want a sobriety test. If I'm going to get out of this vehicle, I want a sobriety test. That usually squelches that situation in a hurry. I, I wasn't even going there because I knew I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't wasting my time with that. I was like, no, get yeah. your supervisor. I'm done. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's a tough situation anyway. But back at what the whole conversation started about was cabinet kneeling because of police brutality. Police brutality don't happen unless two factors. You've either got a bad officer that's got a bad attitude or you escalate the situation. So, Speaking of the kneeling and stuff, to answer uh, Warsaw's question out there, she can rot as far as I'm concerned. Here's the biggest thing, man, for me. It, it doesn't matter what side of the line you're on, whether you're leftist, whether you're right, conservative, Democrat, whatever the fuck you are, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Gary, let me swear. Um, but it, it doesn't matter what you are. If you believe in what America stands for, then you shouldn't stand for any of this crap. You shouldn't stand for any of it. There shouldn't be any police brutality. There shouldn't be any of these various things going on and as as an American, as someone who believes in freedom, as someone who believes in what this country was founded for, if you truly believe what the country was founded for, then there shouldn't be a separation. There shouldn't be conservatives. There shouldn't be Democrats. There shouldn't be this, that, the other. We're one nation. We're one people. I'm pretty sure the Constitution says we the people. It doesn't say we the Democrats. It doesn't say yes, we it does. <laughs> it doesn't say we the conservatives. It says we the people. Period. Which means we're one nation. One nation. And I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, pretty sure it's one nation under God. 
I might be mistaken because I'm not sure. I, you know, I'm Scottish. I'm, you know, I, 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 I might be a little off off the rails there, but I'm pretty sure it's one nation under God. Yeah. Well, well that goes to with uh, your your being Scottish goes to the uh, Bucks comment out there. Which side of the road were you driving on? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why you thought you were drunk. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I would like to acknowledge some people who have came in to the chat in the last few minutes. Hopefully I don't miss anybody. Uh, Block 9 is out there. Um, Warsaw Patriot is out there, as mentioned before. Um, BS Bernie Sanchez is out there. Also, let me see, Mystic Guns is out there from the state of Oklahoma. And uh, let's see. I don't remember if I mentioned Brian Bridges or not. He is out there. Anna Lee Brown has joined us. Defense Dead is out there. And Bending Ballistics, who just said, what's up, you tactical turkeys? So, uh, and uh, Bernie says, police tend to go on fishing trips. I always say, give me the ticket and I'll be on my way. But most of the time they start asking questions. I say, don't answer questions. Probably shouldn't. That's right. The less you say, the better. Yep. Remember, you got to remember this, and this is one of the big things that I see all the time: is they pull you over, they try to ask you for ID before they even told you what the suspicion of the crime is or what the crime they're trying to tell you that you committed is. Yeah. They cannot ask you for ID unless they actually have a suspicion of a crime, but they have to tell you what that crime is. Yeah. If they don't quote you code, you don't have to show nothing. You have zero, zero in, in terms of turning over your ID. Zero. Yeah. All right. We have 30 people watching this show. So thank you one and all for being out there. Abby says, anything you say can and will be used against you. That's true. And uh, speaking of uh, law enforcement, C4 Defense is out there in the chat. And he says, you don't have to tell people why they were stopped unless asked. Nope. And the gun snob is also out there and says, nope, they do not have to tell you the crime. They cannot ask you for ID without telling you what the crime is that they're suspecting you of, period. But C4 says, but you are correct that you don't have to provide ID unless suspected of a crime. So there you go. Yeah, it's a catch-22. Now, Warsaw Patriot says, the best thing is don't speak until a lawyer is present with you. Hey, I go. Uh, Bending Ballistics says you can never talk yourself out of jail. You can only talk yourself into going. Yep. I mean, one of the biggest things is keep the fucking mouth shut. Mm -hmm. That's probably best. Best idea. But yeah, I would like to. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of lawyers out there are, are in the system and all they do is you know, they, they go with the flow. So be careful of that, too, because a lot of the lawyers are just in the system, and they're there to get their dime and get out. 
they are good at collecting dimes that's for sure that's why they live in nice houses and drive nice vehicles <laughs> never seen a poor lawyer so uh if uh if you're out there and uh you want a link to the panel send an email to me at uh info info at gizzardgary.com and if i know you i'll reply back with a link and uh now my uh patrons on patreon.com my youtube channel members all have access to uh, a link in my community tab we don't necessarily restrict who can be on the panel other than i don't want to put a live link out there in the chat because let's just say that's ended up badly a couple times and most of you have watched this show enough what what uh, do you what do you call a dozen lawyers under the ocean a good, a good start. start that's right <laughs> uh c4 defense says just don't commit crime and you'll be fine these yeah. chats sound like criminals just trying to get away with things. I'm sorry, sir. Did you accuse me of something? <laughs> How Animal. dare you? I will see you in. I will see you in court. C four. <laughs> Anna Lee Brown says, "What do those two funny lawyer guys say? If you are asked anything, you shut the f up." Yeah. Uh, Abby Please says. Defense. Abby says, ask the officer why they pulled you over. Politely inform the yeah. officer that you're not discussing your day. Ask if you're being detained or are free to go. If you're being detained, get a lawyer. Yeah. Um, Warsaw Patriot says, just don't get the lawyer who's the She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Come on, man. The gun snob said, some people try to put their channel member on the screen when you put the link in the chat. That is true. Yeah. That's happened more than once. Yes, it has. Uh Uh, Ozzy says, it's best to get a lawyer from out of town. Most local lawyers are close to the police. Yeah, that's, that's very true, man. Very, very true. Never thought about that. Now, Abby says, C4, Daniel Shaver and Duncan Limp were killed by police and haven't committed any crime. Yeah. Uh, Defense Dad says, Snob, I only did that one time when I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Gun Snob says, yeah, but nobody can see yours. Wow. We've degenerated to that already. (laughs) That was early. (laughs) We are 29 minutes in, and we're already off the rails. Yeah, and <laughs> Black Cat's not even in here. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not yet. He may not Damn, be man, you didn't make it 30 minutes. I know. And I'm here. And Tony York's <laughs> out there saying, geez. <laughs> yeah, you know when you woke up Tony out there. Uh, Warsaw says, Abby, you're forgetting it was Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Baltimore, Maryland is its own place altogether. You go to Chicago. Yeah. You cross the border here into Maryland. (laughs) Yeah. You cross the border here with the Maryland border is like maybe 15 minute walk from where I live. And it's totally different than if you're in Baltimore. Yeah. 
Uh, Jason Stewart, yeah, around here it's not too bad, but I mean, it's I haven't been pulled over a whole lot out this way, but it's not too bad out here. Pretty quiet up your way. So Tony says, I didn't have anything to do with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, you started it all. (laughs) You're to blame, man. You are to blame. So Defense Dad says, I'm homesick from work, so I figured I'd liven things up today. LOL. Uh, (laughs) CloverTac is out there. Good morning, Clover. He says, with so many laws, ordinances, codes, regulation on the books, even law enforcement officers probably break two to three a day without even Uh, knowing. We'll probably sit here breaking three federal laws right now and don't even know it. Probably. Uh, TJ Persickety is out there saying morning, everyone. Abby says, Clover, they act like they're above the law. They don't care. Uh This is the problem, man. So... One one of the big issues that you see a lot, and this is what I was saying earlier too, is they they think it's because they have a badge that they can do whatever they want to do. And and unfortunately, you see this a lot, and it happens a lot. And it's not always put on film. You don't always see it on video or whatever, but it does happen quite a lot where there are officers out there who think they're above the law, and they will harass and constantly keep going until they get the result they want. Yeah. But that's on them. They're aggravating the situation. And that goes back to what you were saying, man. As far as us, don't try to aggravate it. Don't try to, to, to make it worse. Right. We're not. It comes down to nine times out of ten, it comes down to the cops causing the problem and making it worse. I'm I'm not saying there ain't bad cops out there because there are. I know I know C4's out there and he's he's probably thinking I'm I'm full of this, that, the other, but I'm not, dude. You 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 gotta realize, unfortunately. The world we're in today, this is where we're at. There's a lot of law enforcement who do not follow the law to the T. Um, just like, you know, our representatives, and I say that with quotations because they don't represent me. Um, they don't follow the law whatsoever. They make it for themselves to make better for themselves, not for us. Okay. There'll be so, 98% of them that violate their oath of position to first uh, at first start. So CloverTech is out there says, guess I am blessed for the most part. In my area, LEO is pretty laid back. And I've got to say, now I can't speak for everybody in this world. And of course, people do have legitimate concerns. But from my standpoint, I have never had any kind of bad interaction with a police officer. And for the most part, I have uh, a pretty decent level of respect. I mean, even before I met C4, of course, he's a personal friend of mine, so it's a little different. But I've got a pretty good respect for people in law enforcement. I've had some personal friends that were police officers, sheriff's deputies in this area. And I can say that 
I'm sure there are some bad apples out there, and some people do have legitimate concerns, but to sit here and say that it's, you know, just all over the country and all law enforcement officers are bad, I think that's totally unfair. That's just my opinion. Are there problems out there? There certainly are, and you have to watch out for them. But uh, I don't think, again, my opinion, I don't think it's fair to characterize all law enforcement officers as bad. And I'm not saying that by any means. I'm not. Don't don't take it the wrong way. I'm not saying they're all bad. And, and C, you know, C4 is a friend of mine, too. I'm not saying he's bad. But unfortunately, we have a big problem here in this country. And, and it, unfortunately, it comes down to a lot of cops do not follow the law properly. And they think just because they have a badge, that they can go ahead and do this, that, the other. And, and they escalate the situation, going back to where a single shot started with this. They're the ones that escalate the situation to make it worse than it needs to be. And the whole point, and the single shot was trying to get to where, you know, when, whenever this happens, don't escalate it. Well, we're not the ones escalate. Nine times out of ten, it's the cop escalating the situation. Yeah. Well, if that happens, you know, take it to the higher ups. So Tony says, I have found that being polite and courteous to police when encounters occur, it has always went smooth. Uh, Misha N is out there, says law enforcement is like an apple tree. You're not always going to get a ripe apple. Uh, they're people just like anybody else, uh, good ones and bad ones. Clovertech says, yeah, I would 100% absolutely not be an LEO. I have many friends, family, and have done ride-alongs. They, by and large, have a very difficult job nowadays, and at least here, hardly any pay. Again, yeah. very true. Yeah. Uh, Annalie Brown says, there is one cop in this town I would trust, and the newly elected sheriff who used to be a cop, the only two in this town I would ever be truthful with. Uh, Kingpin says, think about this, about 18,000 police departments in the United States, 900,000 cops in the U.S., millions and millions of police interactions every day. Um, How many people do we have in this country? Now, Kingpin says, most of you live sheltered lives and have no idea what the real world is like. Uh, to answer your question, single shot between 350 and 400 million people in the United States. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's hold on, lot. stop. Because you don't know. Here's the thing. None of us know the exact number. And we don't know the exact number right now because we have so many illegals coming across the border. Yeah. That's that's why I said between 350 million to 400 million. Those are the estimated amounts. There, there, there's no country. way to even estimate it because there's literally between 50. Well, we don't even know how many illegals are in the country, so to even give an estimate on that, you can't really do it, because well, you'll have one person who'll say 15 million, <laughs> another person will say 70 million. Who do you believe? You, you see so many videos every day of how many are coming across the border. What do you believe? Yeah, there, There's no way to give an accurate number. There's none. No, they yeah. can't. There's, there's there, when you have people that have no documentation on them, that you have, you have absolutely no way of knowing how many of them are here. 
And unfortunately, that's what they want. They want them here. They want them because they're going to end up voting because they got across the border. Yeah. So that's C4, what's the sad part about it. C4 Defense says there are bad cops out there and they need to be removed. There are also a lot of people that misunderstand their rights. Uh-huh. Two Life Moose says I did a ride along in Detroit once. I could never do that job. Yeah. Jay- Jason says, big difference between big city cops and small town. That yep. could be. Misha says, Sarge is my favorite cop. Sarge, or Snob is the last person I'd want to be a cop. And Snob <laughs> has been a cop, by the way. And Obnoxious mm-hmm. One would be voted the most likely to be corrupt. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, Clover Tech says, C4 Defense. Yep, there are a lot of shade tree lawyers out there for sure. Ozzy says, with the exception of a trooper in New Hampshire, I have met very professional officers. Um, let's see. Bernie says, the population is growing every day. Single shot. The southern border is why? Uh, well, and, and see, so to, 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 to go back to Clovertax comment about some, some cops, you know, yeah, there are in this issue, not the other. And there's a lot of people that don't know the rights, too. Yes, that's true. But at the end of the day, if they pull you over and they're trying to ask you for something and they have no right to ask you, which is where a lot of the problems ensue and where a lot of times it gets escalated, it it's ridiculous to turn around and say, well, this, that, the other, when it falls down to them because they're the ones that are supposed to be enforcing the law. And if they don't know the law themselves, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's where we're, that's where we fall in a lot of times is, is they don't know the law themselves that they're even trying to pull you over for. So Clovertech says, I live in Texas and I am super skeptical the numbers we see are actually the numbers. I think it is less. They tweak numbers like they do on anything else. 97% support gun control? Not. No. Uh, Mr. HO661 says, couldn't pay me enough to be a city cop. <laughs> Warsaw says, being a cop for New York City, bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Is bad me. hell even in Chicago City. Uh, Jason says, it's easy to count how many illegals are at my work. It's only me and them. Uh, <laughs> just haul, just haul or uh... Uh, what is it? IRS? No, not IRS. Uh, oh, ICE. There. Nice. Yeah. So Misha, Misha says, I've seen plenty of cops who forgot the dash cam was rolling, and those tend to be some of the worst ones. Yeah. Uh, Tony said, I would never do law enforcement again. Uh, Senior Master Sergeant Bulldog is out there. Says, howdy y'all, how y'all are. Uh, let's see. Defense Dad says, I can tell you this with one exception. Every time I was pulled over when I was younger, I deserved it. Two Life Moo is putting out the hashtag for the giveaway. That giveaway uh. will occur about an hour and 20 minutes from now at 11 a.m. Central. And that hashtag is hashtag EBC. It's in early bird chat 148. Um, Let's see. Tony says IRS would get the bosses to scatter. 
Uh, Abby <laughs> says, couldn't pay me enough to be a cop regardless. I would never arrest people for victimless crimes. Uh, Captain Codebook says, love the channel police activity. C4 Defense says, you can run two missions simultaneously. I can stop a vehicle and conduct a traffic investigation while we, my shift partners, can conduct a criminal investigation if needed. Good team. Uh, Misha says, I don't always like sheriffs simply because some are just puppets. Uh, Clovertech says, if there is anyone out there who never did a ride-along, please go do that at least once in your life. It is an eye-opening experience and sometimes fun. Yeah, when I was in school, it was mandatory. We had to do a ride-along. Yeah, it's it's an eye-opener. Now, Warsaw Patriot, he's got the right idea. He's coming in on his backup accounts and entering the drawing. So he's got at least three entries in there. Remember, we're on three different platforms. You can also come in on Facebook or Twitch and uh, not only watch the program, but actually enter the drawing from there. Plus, hey, it ups my watch numbers. So (laughs) I'm not saying to do that. Uh, I'm not advocating quote-unquote cheating. But if you're actually watching the program, you're not cheating. Uh, Misha says, I once or twice, okay, maybe three times I've done a backseat right along, if that counts. C4 says, Clovertech is correct. Right along with both law enforcement and with your local fire department. You will be amazed. And if your your local jail allows it, uh, do a sit-in with them for a day as well. If you're, if they, again, not all, not all county jails will allow it or uh, regional jails in West Virginia. We have regional, we don't have county. The regional jails are run by the state department of corrections here. But, uh, if you're, if the agency that runs the local jail allows it, do, you know, go and uh, see what they have to deal with on a daily basis as well. So Clovertech says, are not streaming LinkedIn, Gizzard Gary. StreamYard fixed that finally. Well, it's my understanding you have to have at least 150 followers or contacts to be eligible for live streaming on LinkedIn. So yeah, they they changed it to 150, I believe. Yeah, I right. got they just had the thing one last night pop up on uh, Streamyard when I was getting ready to do the wrestling chat yesterday. So Captain Codebook said did a ride along in Providence, Rhode Island in 1989. Corruption was obvious. Guy took a 20 to not write a ticket. Wow, that's oh, not good. Uh, Abby says, I went on a backseat right along when I was 15 for something bad. Uh, Clover says, C4 Defense, just join a VFD. That'd be a volunteer fire department. Uh, OMG, that will really take care of both those things and more. Wow, the things you see, figure out, learn about society. Tony says, I have done the back seat right along myself. I do not recommend it. Hmm. Now, Tony says, however, the holding cell was far worse than the ride. Uh, Mystic says, oh, sure, C4, no ride alongs with EMS, just fire or cops. Um, now, Warsaw 
says, Gizzard Gary, thoughts on our U.S. military today? Think our young adults and teens are now not wanting to join because of our administration. I'm hearing that 70% are not joining now. And then he follows up saying, our government has majorly lost its way and their job they're supposed to do. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with you on either one of those things. Uh, I don't know. It'd be pretty tough to uh, join the military right now with the administration that's backing you up or not backing you up. Uh, Bernie says military service has been going down for several years, according to the latest report. Now, back to the... Go ahead. I was going to say, the only time I've been in a police car that wasn't on the ride-along was back when I was in elementary school. My brother, my younger brother, and my stepsister and I, we got home from school. My mother had to take our younger brothers to their doctor's appointment, and she hadn't got home yet. So and right, a block away was the police department, and we went, we walked to the police department, got out, you know, the called payphone, called our grandmother to see what we should, what she thought we should do, and she's like, let me speak to one of the officers. We went, and got one of the officers, and my grandmother talked to him, and one of the officers drove us to my grandmother's house. That's the only time that I've been in a police car other than the ride along. Now Clovertech says I've never had to ride in the back seat. Guess there are departments that make you do that. C4 Defense says, talking to Mystic Guns, he says, Sorry, Karen, I thought HIPAA would prevent EMS ride-alongs. Yeah, I didn't know you could ride along in an ambulance. I didn't know there'd be room to ride along in an ambulance. Where yeah, you there's get not a, a whole lot of room in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the back. I mean, I guess maybe they could have you sit in the front next to the driver. Uh, Abby says, Warsaw, enough of us know how effed up the government is and how they treat vets. We know better than to trust government. Yeah. Uh, Jason says, Mystic Guns, how about a citizen's arrest or a pat-down? Two live mooses, you meant body cavity search, Jason. Mystic says, how about mouth-to-mouth? You know I used to EMS. Um. Mystic says, you can still ride along with HIPAA. Uh, Gunsnob says, I prefer to do a sit-in with a stripper. Wow. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you have to pay for that, by the way. Uh, Bernie says, when someone in the holding cell gloves up to the elbows, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, or in the doctor's office. Especially if it's an inmate. <laughs> yeah. Misha says, my grandma was EMT in Alaska when I was a teen, and I was visiting her, and she took me on a shift. I'll never forget, unfortunately, when a moose landed on a convertible and the guy driving didn't survive. Uh, wow. That's bad. Uh, I've been to those wrecks. It's not pretty. Now, Clovertech says, I don't think I want to ride along with a hippo. Those things are huge, and I hear they can be quite violent. That's yeah, true. The hippo is the second most deadly animal in the on the continent of Africa. The first is the mosquito. Malaria. Uh, Defense Dad well, says, I did a ride along in an ambulance once. It was awfully pricey, even with insurance. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Those mosquitoes over in Africa, they carry so many different diseases, it's unreal. 
Gunsnob says, I used to be married to a hippo. Wow. Oh. Well, luckily, I don't think uh, number one listens to this chat. She may, but I doubt it very seriously. Abby says, when I was delivering Chinese food, I'd get orders to this local strip club a few times a week. Good times and beautiful women. Hmm. And good food. Yeah, how about that? So this this chat has um, went three or four different directions in the last five minutes. Let's put it that way. As I've told people, uh, you know, you you just never know. Mystic Gun says, I did a ride along with a cop, but then he never left. That's, tr- <laughs> that's true. This, this is true. She's not wrong. She's not that's wrong. Right. <laughs> uh, Misha says, but if my wife and I were in Africa, I'm mighty certain she's most deadly. <laughs> Warsaw says, speaking of hippos, rhinos are nearly extinct while White rhinos still exist. A black rhino no longer. Uh, Clover says, we don't have moose, but have worked many wrecks with cars, trucks versus cows, horses. And of the and of course, pigs slash deer, but the cow slash horse ones are interesting for sure. You don't realize how big those animals are. I came upon... A wreck right outside the city of Wichita in broad daylight one day. This uh, two-lane road was closed down, and I could see a wrecked car up in front of me. And, yeah, there was a horse that this car had hit. And, oh, uh, God. Yeah, horses are huge. You do not want to hit them with yeah. your vehicle. And how this horse got out, I don't know. But uh, Yeah, moose are bad, too. We have a lot of collisions with uh moose up here in Maine. Yeah, I got pictures of what a deer did to my wife's car. I don't want to think about what she would happen if she would hit a horse. That can be bad. Yeah. There are a lot of people that have horses around here. Yep. So G23 is out in the audience. Good morning. We have 36 36 people watching this show. One, One thumbs up out on Facebook. Thank you. Wow. Uh, Two Live Moose says rhinos are prevalent in the government. Yes, they are, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Gunsnob says horses have a tendency to come through the windshield, and it's bad when that happens. Oh, I've seen yeah. I've yeah. seen the dash cam videos of that. Yeah, they yeah. tend to stand up a little higher than cows do. So, yeah. yeah. Last uh, meat- thing you want is to get kicked by a scared horse. Yeah. Misha, Misha says, we have had people hit bears where I live. Also, not oh, yeah. Tony Bad says, deal. I have hit 11 deer thus far. Boy, you got me beat. Wow. My next door neighbor in one of the towns I used to live in, <laughs> he, was a, he was a farmer. He had Holstein cattle. And my wife and I had a, was that, 73 uh, gremlin. Damn thing had the the brakes had to be worked on on it badly, and uh, one of his bulls got out. I hit the brakes. That thing locked up and went sideways. And the next thing I knew, I had a Holstein bull backside right in my face. Oh God! 
messed up the door, busted the window. Oh, it was fun. Now, Clovertech says, I have used my EDC to put down horses, cows, deer that have been hit. Usually yeah. the LEO on the scene don't want to do it. And then he follows that up with, then the highway department would come out, dig a big hole, and bury them right on the side of the road. Wow. Uh, 223DMR says a 300-pound boar hog will tear up your car. Better believe it. Want to say hello to Keith Gregory out there who joined the chat. Captain Codebook says we were dispatched and rolled up on a motorcycle accident one time. Out of the fog, we saw a rib cage. The rookie puked. Then we found the rider alive, but only banged up. Ribs were from the deer. Mm. Well, at least that had a good ending. Nasty, nasty. Uh, my wife, when she had that Ford Fusion, that thing was a deer magnet. She got. Hit. She was in an incident with a deer with that car at least four times that I can remember. The last one, <laughs> and the one we decided to get rid of the car, was she almost had a deer go through the windshield. Oh. It jumped over the hood. If the car wouldn't have stopped when it did, when she hit the brakes, it would have went right through the windshield. Oh, God. Now, Tony said, since I changed average speed from 80 to 65, <laughs> no more deer hit. That's good. And uh, Bernie says, if you stop driving, you have 100% chance you won't hit a deer. The science is correct. That's mm-hmm. probably true. Uh, Clovertech says a 200-pound sow with 25 piglets ain't a good day either. Uh, Jason Stewart says, I hit a girlfriend I had with my 300ZX. Don't worry, the car is fine. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, boy. That deer that almost went through the windshield decided it wanted to play 80s action series action tv show uh she had a there was a scratch on the hood from where the hoof hit the hood of the car so misha says bernie what if the deer hit your parked car asking for a friend that'd be bad tony (laughs) said to be honest two of those 11 deer actually hit me i had that happen one time oh yeah deer come out of a ditch broadsided me oh yeah Every one of the every one of the times where the car actually got hit and not had the deer jump over the hood, eighties TV style, it it was the side of the car that was hit. There was no doubt that the deer is what hit the car, not her hitting the deer. None of them were on the front or the front end. It was always on the side of the car. <laughs> now Abby says two hundred pounds sow and twenty five piglets. I'd say good eating. Mike White is out there, and he says, I've been in the background for a while doing some yard work. And Clovertech says, you know the deer whistles you put on your bumper to supposedly scare away deer? Preacher here had those. Hit a deer, and we had him convinced he put them on backwards, and it was attracting them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think those things just attract deer. I don't think they scare them. They're like, what's that noise? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Captain Codebook said, twice had a deer run into the truck. Mystic says, I would cry if I hit a deer in my Jeep. Yeah, me too. You Uh, would cry if she hit a deer with her Jeep? (laughs) Snob says, didn't bother you when you hit one with my truck. (laughs) 
Uh, Misha says, Oregon passed a rule that if you hit a deer or an elk, you can take it home. And in truth, you did give it a dang good tenderizing. <laughs> uh, Kingpin wants to know, why don't deer get tickets when they cross and there's no sign? That's true. Yeah, they're allowed to jaywalk. Yeah. Why isn't anybody else? <laughs> Mystic says, who cares about your truck? Um. Abby says, for the love of Sir Nuno's, I hope I don't hit a deer with my BMW. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Bernie says, uh, Misha, someone needs to stop fibbing about parked car incidents. Yeah, share my screen, Gary, if you would, please. Okay, real quick, I'd like to say hi to Sam of Anarchy 92 out there in the chat. Yeah, that's from when the wow. deer T-boned my wife's car. That deck goes all the way from the door handle of the rear driver's side door up to the rear view mirror, and you can see the damage that it did to the rear view mirror. There was act there's I got a closer shot of the rear view mirror. There's actually deer fur hanging off of it in that picture. Now C4's got a good idea. He said they just need to move those deer crossing signs to safer areas. Yes, they absolutely do. Uh, Jason says, I'm allowed to jaywalk. Well, of course you are. <laughs> uh, Clovertech says, anyone ever hit flying animals? Buzzards are the worst. Puke everywhere, but I have hit owls on two different occasions. So always... I, have, I, have, I have an excellent question. What's that? We have gun-free zones. Why, don't the, why the hell don't we have deer-free zones? There you go. That's true. <laughs> So Clover ends that by saying, "You always see a little, uh, a little uh, rodent cross the road just before you smack an owl." Mm. Luckily, I've never hit hit an owl. Tony said, "I did make an agreement with the deer that I would not drive in the woods, and they stay off the road. They did not honor that agreement." Uh, Triggerfish forty five is out there saying, "Howdy, peeps." Yeah, the, the next picture I got up there for it to be shared, Gary, uh, that's the close-up of what was left of the mirror. And you can see the deer fur if you look closely. Yep. Yeah, that, that deer did a number on that mirror. The mirror itself, uh, yeah. which was crazy, the, the housing and everything was just smashed to pieces. The glass itself didn't have a scratch on it on the other side of it. Sam says, holy crap, Batman, that's some damage on that car. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, that deer was moving when it hit the side of her car. Gunsnub says, my helper hit a buzzard, and it came almost all the way through his Jeep windshield. Oh, gee. Bending ballistic says, hitting turkeys are the worst. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that yep. around here, wild turkeys. Abby says, if I still had my truck, I'd try to hit some geese. I hate geese almost as much as I hate government. The, the wow. silver lining <laughs> the silver lining to those pictures was I was in the middle of my crime scene photography class, and I got extra credit for the quality of the pictures I took of the car. Heck, yeah. Damn. Bernie says, I've had wild turkeys come through the windshield several times. I had a friend of mine on the highway that he uh, he had one fly from the bank, South Carolina. He had one fly from the bank across into his path of travel, busted the right windshield. He had a divided windshield. The son of a gun was still alive. He had to try to keep the truck under control, 
and wring the son of a gun's neck while he was moving. Yeah, and you can't really tell in those pictures because of the photo techniques I took, but the snow was just flying that day, too. Oh, yeah. So Misha says, my favorite bird collision was when Randy Johnson blew that bird into fluff with a pitch. I do oh, remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the, the bird, it, that one in a million right there. I mean, probably one in a billion. I mean, as soon as you let go of that ball, that bird just decided to make the worst decision of its life. And there was not much left of it. No, no she was perfectly fine, Sam and Van Arke. She didn't have any injuries or anything. It, she was just scared mostly, but she... Well, she was on her way to work. She went to work. She worked her shift and then came home the next morning. That was oh, when she was she working right in the ER. So Captain Codebook said, had a pheasant smash my windshield when I was a teen. Told my mom it was a hit and run and we had to hide me from the PD. She was not amused when we started laughing. <laughs> Do not prank mom. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, BWAT75 says, Wild Turkey has gotten the best of me a few times. Uh-huh. Uh, Gunsnob says, I almost hit a whale once. She came out of nowhere in the Walmart parking lot. Wow. God. <laughs> Misha says, anyone complaining about geese has never been around the flying rat that is a seagull and are protected oh, by God, law. Yeah. Jason says best was when Earnhardt hit that seagull on the back stretch at Talladega. <laughs> and uh, Bending Ballistics says flying carp are bastards. Hopefully they don't cross the road. Uh, might hit one with a boat. Man, if you're hitting flying carp on the road, you got some serious problems in your area. <laughs> yeah. There's some very athletic flying carp, one or the other. <laughs> Amisha or Abby's talking to Amisha and says a seagull stole my fries at the pier in Jacksonville Beach. Wow. Annalee Brown talking to Abby says nothing like the damn seagulls. Those things dive bombed me and stole my ice cream every damn time. Oh, gee. Uh, Kingpin says I almost hit a whale once, but my friend sobered me up and took me home. Wow. <laughs> uh, Bending Ballistics says Kentucky is completely underwater currently. Wow. Yeah, I had not all heard kinds that. Of issues. So the Kentucky Ocean, I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, the law where you can't whale in Tennessee, I, mean, I guess it's going to be applicable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be pretty interesting if they saw one. I saw a whale in Oklahoma once, so uh, talking about the gun snob, I saw it. It was uh, it was near Catusa, and it was it was a blue whale, <laughs> and it was a big one, and that thing was swallowing people whole. It swallowed uh, C four defense, and uh, <laughs> I was inside of it, and uh, <laughs> so was obnoxious one, and so was the gun snob. Kennywood in Pittsburgh has a, well, just outside of Pittsburgh, they have a blue whale there, and yeah, it it swallows people all the time, and when you get swallowed, there's like aquariums and stuff inside of it. It's it's crazy how the whale got aquariums inside of it. So the gun snob says, you've met Mystic, Gary, so you've seen more than one. Oh, snap, she's here. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. We going to hear that frying pan cracking some skull, are we? <laughs> Mystic says, well, you better hide. Uh, Buck says, I've seen the blue whale. Absolutely. Uh, Jason <laughs> says, everyone should go will. to SeaWorld at least once. What's that? Said, I don't know if that whale's still there now. I think about it. I don't remember it being there when we went back in 2016. It used to be attached to the Noah's Ark ride. Well, I know for a fact there's one down in Oklahoma. I see it every time I'm down there. Mystic says, finding my taser today. What are you going to do with the taser? Kind of oh. interested. Yeah, Pittsburgh Zoo used to have the matching whale to the one at Kennywood. They both, then they were like aquariums and stuff in there. Misha says, I remember when Kiko was in Oregon at our aquarium. That's a different kind of whale, I think. This this whale I was inside of kind of had a smile on his face. Yeah, so did, so did the one at Kennywood and the one at the Pittsburgh Zoo. And uh, <laughs> I think uh, Sarge actually climbed up, climbed up inside of it. And uh, let's just say I got some cool pictures of him somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that probably was a pretty good video. Now, Warsaw <laughs> says, Gizzard, Gary, I learned the biggest thing in everyday meal. Always take in fiber. Learn the hard way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, that's a lesson you won't forget. Uh, let's just say that. Uh, Captain Codebook says, WTF, like the 10th group of bikers pulling over at my road and sitting there so far this morning looking at GPS. Damn Eagles by the Lake gave a bad map for their poker run. Uh-oh. No, that, well, it oh, might be that fun. people don't know. It could also be that those guys don't know how to read a map. Yeah. Very few people these days know how to read a map because, you know, <laughs> GPS. So Abby says, my older brother threw a small shark at me when I was a kid. My oh. initial reflex was to punch it. I feel bad for the shark. Jaws gave them a bad <laughs> reputation. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Warsaw says the best fix is Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you, not... we talk about everything here in this chat. Yeah. It's certainly going right. We won't even mention what we were talking about in the pre chat <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The dolphins aren't sociopaths, Abby. They're psychopaths. I mean, there's, there are, there's videos where you got dolphins just beating up on a porpoise for no other reason than it was there. The porpoise <laughs> did nothing to them. The dolphins swam up to it in the pod and just started beating the holy hell out of this porpoise <laughs> and killed it. They did it on porpoise. Yeah, they did it on por. They they murdered the porpoise on porpoise, Gary. Exactly. Oh no! Just to show you what I was talking about, there's a picture. Of C4 defense looking out the eye hole of a whale. You can see the mouth down here. And that's the eye hole. So this whale was <laughs> no oh, longer yeah. alive, let's put it. I didn't say it was a live whale. Just Here, here's the best part. You folks out there still got three hours of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get better. <laughs> When we went to the Pittsburgh Zoo when my wife went for surgery, me, my daughter, and her fiance, well, she was in surgery. We went over to the zoo because they had our phone number. They had my cell number, so if they need to get a hold of us, because they're like, you don't have to sit here in the waiting room. Go find something to do 
it's going to be a few hours. If we if something goes wrong, we have your cell number. We'll call you. So we went over to the zoo because it's not that far from the hospital that she was having surgery at. They had a dinosaur that you could walk through. My my uh, daughter and her fiance were pooped up by a dinosaur. Because <laughs> you walk in through the mouth and you exit where the butt would be right underneath the tail. Oh man. <laughs> <clears throat> So Bending Ballistics wants to know, have you guys ever hit a gator or armadillo? No, I've not. My brother-in-law has. Uh, Tony says, I haven't hit an armadillo, but I've seen a shitload of them squished on 67 in Missouri. Uh, (laughs) Anna says, on my 10th birthday, we went swimming in Clearwater Beach at 6 a.m. Dolphins came up and we swam with them. And got to play and pet them. Cool. Captain Codebook says, My sister threw a cat at me in a fight. They stick real good. When I tan, I still have little white spots on my chest from the claw marks. Wow. Kingpin says, I've never seen a doll with fins. Uh, If I knew where my wife had the kids' old toys, I'd go uh, get my daughter's Little Mermaid doll and show you one. But don't know where they're at. (laughs) Then he says, Snob has an armadillo under his office. He <laughs> did have. I think that armadillo met its match. Uh-huh. Uh, Snob says, I hit a coon once, got stuck in the parking brake cable of my truck. I had to yep. dig him out with a framing hammer on the side of the road to get the brake to release. That was a nasty mess. Oh, yep. yeah. Uh, Abigail says, my little brother threw an armadillo at my cousin. You've got a very violent family there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're throwing all kinds of different animals at each other. Wow. Well, who was it the other day? Like, was it last week was telling us about how they had somebody throw a fish at them and the fin stuck in their shoulder. Was that the fence dad that was telling us about that? Or was that the uh, oh. but- I know somebody whose name began with a D. I just don't remember whose. <laughs> Who, who'd you say? It's either Defense Dad or DM Foss was telling us about that. I forget who it was. I think it was Defense Dad. Yeah, I knew it was one of those two because I remember the name was, it was one of the two D named guys. I just couldn't remember which one. But yeah, they were, he threw the fish at him and the fin stuck in his shoulder. Now the gun snub says armadillos need to all die. Abby says, to be fair, we're here from Florida. Okay. Yeah, Florida man. I mean, that's, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Now, I've never been to Jacksonville. I've been to Florida a couple times, but I've never been there. I've been by Jacksonville, never stopped. <laughs> uh, Snob says, I've killed an armadillo with a rock. They are tougher and meaner than you might think. And uh, let's see. Warsaw says, Armadillos carry the one and only disease. Leprosy. Bending Ballistics says, I smoked a coyote one time when I was running about 60 miles an hour in my truck. It went into multiple pieces. Uh, Let's see. Kingpin says, uh, the armadillos all moved south years ago because of the coming ice age. That must be it. Ozzy says, at this rate, tossing midgets isn't far off. Hey, don't get a good thing Patriot's not in here. You don't want to get him started on the midget tossing. Yeah. 
Uh, Abby said my dad used to have a pet possum. A possums, if you've never actually pet a possum, they look like they're going to be all stringy and wiry. Their fur, but their fur is extremely soft. Now, Warsaw says, don't know if it would be a good idea to have a pet coyote. I would not recommend having a pet coyote. Let's put it that way. Uh, let's see. Oh, Captain Cobook. Oh, he sent me a picture. I've got to see this. Now, out there in the chat, he says, just sent a pic. Fell asleep last night on the couch. Just noticed my toes. First, she waxes me, then marks me. Good thing I love my daughter. So check this out. Good Lord, what are we in for? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Now that's funny. (laughs) Now the video, what was that, Friday night when he was getting his back waxed? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was funny, too. Oh, that's great. Thanks for sharing that with us. All right. So uh, Tony said, there were no armadillos in southeast Missouri when I was a kid. They're thick now. Uh, Abby says, I shot a bird with a pellet rifle in my backyard because my cousin wanted to eat one. (laughs) Wow. Uh, C4 says, smoked a coyote. How'd you keep it lit? And why did your truck break into pieces? (laughs) Old Crankman's asking where to send the pictures. Uh, send it to Gorn at gizzardgary.com. He'll get it. That's correct. Gorn, G-O-R-N, at gizzardgary.com. Uh, Abby says waxing doesn't hurt that much. Well, you're not a guy either. Uh, she also says good job on the pedicure. Yeah, they did do a nice, neat job. It's a... Uh, Gunsnub says, I think it was a typo C4. He smoked too much peyote. <laughs> that could be too. King Ping brings up a good point. He says, uh, be careful shooting at coyotes. They might have illegals crossing the border on their backs. Coyotes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Warsaw says, there used to be an old town called Armadillo... New Austin during the Old West. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I have never had my toenails painted, that's for sure. And I could probably live the rest of my life without having that done. But, you know, my daughter is ornery, but she's also old enough to know better. Although, she could probably do it, but she knows I'd get her back. Looks like uh, we got another email out here. So how would you get her back? Oh, I'd find a way. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You're not getting away with that. How would you get her back? Come on, man. Let's know. Well, gosh, let me think about that. I could... I could take a Sharpie marker and put uh, my Gizzard Gary logo on her arm or something like that, maybe. Why don't you just get her tattooed while she's sleeping? I don't know how to tattoo. Well, I said get her tattooed. Get someone else to tattoo her. Oh, there you go. So we got a picture that was sent to us from Misha. 
says, a friend I met once. Speaking of possums, wow. That's a big one. Hopefully yeah, that had, one was tame. We had a family decide that they were going to, of them, move in under the house we lived in one time. That was fun getting them out from underneath there. You'd, you'd have, by family, there was a female, male, and they had like four babies with them. And the babies would climb up into the kitchen through the hole. The hole was just big enough where the drain from the sink went down through that the little ones could get themselves up into the kitchen and You'd walk out in the kitchen and you, you hear something eating the cat food. You think it's a cat. You look over, there's a baby possum sitting there eating the cat food. Wow. So Tony said middle of the forehead. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, Abby says you smoke peyote. I thought you were supposed to eat it like mushrooms. I have no personal knowledge of any of this stuff. So just what I've heard. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, don't underestimate midgets. They're like short women, little ninjas, and can kick you in your manhood pretty easy. That's probably true. G23 says, Gizzard Gary, you know you're going to do your toes after the show is over. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Please remember, they don't like midgets. They like little people. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Kingpin says you don't really need to know how to tattoo to give someone a tattoo, but you got to have the stuff. Uh, Tony said well, they say possum. Tony said they say possum is good eating, but I wouldn't try it. No, me either. Try you some midgets; they're way better. <laughs> uh, Gunsnob says I would like to have met the possum past his bus once but didn't get to meet him oh the possum there you go I know what you're talking Bending Ballistics says anyone got tricks for catching groundhogs I guess you got to stay close to the ground I don't know oh I do um Buck is out there. He says, we can get Mystic Guns to paint your toenails in Tulsa in November. <laughs> that that I, might be worth getting a, getting a shot of, yeah. <laughs> I know how to catch Groundhog. 223. Oh, right that'll catch him. That'll catch him. Kingpin says, they say mayo is good eating, but they lie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Misha says, to be fair, people that are tattoo artists once weren't. Well, you got a point. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tony says, pour a gallon of gas in the groundhog hole, then light. That yeah, you can do it that way, too. I've done that one. That That's might impressive. work. Ozzy says, before manscaping was a thing, the first person that passed out at a party got near in their underwear. Wow. Oh. <laughs> the gun snob says, can we discuss the difference in opossum and possum? <clears throat> There's a difference. Hmm. Um, don't know. Uh, Captain, what's that? 
So we had a cat once named Possum. He was his coloration was just like a possum's, and he would play dead. Wow. Yeah, he Captain would lay there Goat. with his tongue hanging out, and he looked like he was dead. <laughs> He'd go to go to check on me, jump up and run away. Captain Kobuk says, just open some mail with another gift card. Yeah, you have to go out and have some of that Chick-fil-A. Uh, Buck says, catch a groundhog, 6'5 Creedmoor. That'll catch him, too. Uh, Abby says, mayo out of the jar is garbage. I prefer homemade. Uh, no, this was a few years ago, Moo. He's probably dead, dead now. We now, ended bull- up giving him to somebody because uh, their kid's cat died, and we and they fell in love with him when they saw him, so they got the they got him. But yeah, this was a number of years ago. So now, Bulldog says a little people toss just doesn't roll off the tongue like midget toss. That's true. Anna Lee Brown says Revlon Red has been on my toenail since I was twelve years old, so like thirty one years. Wow, I'm amazed that it didn't, you know, grow off since then. <laughs> uh, Abby says, I use OPI Midnight Black and Royal Purple. So there's your there's your toenail tips of the day. Um, Two Life Moose says, rumor has it Rich's cat is still playing dead. <laughs> Ah, the gun snob says, I had a cat who would play dead once. He's damn good at it, still playing dead. You're all horrible. And uh, beyond Yeah. G23 says, I have a couple of gift cards that I don't remember where I put them. Wow. Uh, Captain Codebook says, telling you all those free online giveaways are real. I won the Caldwell Shot Show Axion Scopes a box of Tannerite. I use the site gungiveaways.net. It lists all the giveaways out there. Now, Kingpin says, I have a list of things to remember, G23. It really helps. I just can't find it right now. Yeah, if you can't find your list, you're in trouble. You got to look harder. That's right. You got to look for where you left it. Tony says, my cat learned to play dead right after I shot her. Wow. <laughs> Kingpin says, Tony York, ha ha ha, Tony wins. <laughs> oh, a little bit of everything out there. Uh, 1025 here in the central time zone, quote unquote, the only time zone that matters. We have 34 people out there in the audience. Two thumbs up on Facebook. Thank you, everybody. Uh, while we've got quiet time let's uh let's do a real quick promotion for gearwebsites.com gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms based playing cards and books we also have mugs shirts and posters with designs that we've made live of course we have patches every friday is free patch friday we appreciate your support thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com come on come on all right so uh, Tony said the freaking cat went nuts attacking people. That's not good. Smeggy. Smeggy42 is out there in the audience. Says howdy, hey, everyone. Smeggy. Just remember, folks, everything tastes like chicken. That's what they say. 
I don't know if I buy that or not. Hey, you've you've been to a Chinese <clears throat> restaurant many times, right? Oh yeah. Well, then you know, everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> I know from experience. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a visual. Uh, so looks like everybody's so high. Everybody's saying a late birthday to Kingpin. So happy belated birthday to Kingpin. Kingpin says Night Strike One has a birthday tomorrow. Ah, happy belated to Kingpin. Uh, Bending Ballistic says fish tastes like fish. Change my mind. Now that could be true. Fish does not taste like chicken. It tastes like chicken, man. Everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> I wonder if cannibals say that. Just remember, you skin it, and all the rest of it, defer it the whole nine yards, and then you cook it, and it all tastes like chicken. Sorry, George. <laughs> Not Sorry. Thank goodness he's in the other room taking a nap and didn't have to hear that. Uh, Anna Lee Brown says steak doesn't taste like chicken. <clears throat> and uh, Rob D., the New York outcast, is out there. Good morning, everyone. So uh, since Rob D. came in, let's uh, let's talk about this little place I've heard of that's called R&L Displays. You may have heard of it. R&L Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design, you can effortlessly go from a wall mount firearm display to a desk or table stand. Also now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember, visit rndldisplays.com. And when you mentioned him walking in, and you said, "Let's talk about." It. I thought you were going to say chicken fried steak. <laughs> okay, I, I only have one problem with this. New York is not a part of the USA. Uh oh. <laughs> wow, do you see where the governor of New York is telling all Republicans to leave the state? That <laughs> they're not real New Yorkers. Oh my God, that's pathetic. Well, you, you saw where California is trying to ban all gas cars, right? And all yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. To, you're not going to be able yeah. to buy a new gas car, like really? Yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's almost bad as New York trying to ban toy guns for crying out loud. Well, that one passed. Wow. That one passed. It's got to, it's got to be a certain color, orange, purple, blue, whatever. It's got to be anything Good. but black. Good grief. So Bending Ballistic says, according to Jeffrey Dahmer, I'll taste like crap. I'm completely covered in tattoos. Uh, Kingpin says, now that I think of it, all, all of you did miss my birthday. I want gifts right away. Okay. Hey, Kingpin, I got a gift for you right here. You just can't see it, but it's going up <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can imagine. You're welcome, and I love you, brother. 
Two Life Moose says chicken fried steak tastes like death. New York Outcast. Uh, Ozzy says all the cool kids have a stand for Marnell displays. That's true. I guess I'm not a cool kid. Uh, Captain Codebook says I have a blunderbuss. Does Arnell make a mount for that? I don't know if they do or not. Maybe it's coming soon. Maybe it'll be a first. Uh, let's see. Abby says upstate New York is New York City is a commie country. Uh, Captain Codebook says true. I fly a thirty-eight star flag because I toss twelve out. Uh, G23 says, it tastes like chicken if Rob cooks it and tries poisoning everyone. Okay, well, you got to remember something. He comes from New York, so whatever he's cooking, don't eat it regardless. That's true. Abby says, I plan on getting tattoos, but they cost money, and I don't have tattoo money. Uh, Kingpin says to the Scottish American, I have a huge collection of them so far, LOL. Wow. Uh, Abby says, all my guns are loaded. I don't really display them. Gunsnob says, for the right amount of money, I'm told R&L will make a blunderbuss mount. Uh, Rob D says, it should fit on the AR display with a little duct tape. There you go. I'm sure Rob would do anything you wanted for a little bit of money. So you want a blunderbuss mount? I'm sure if you give him enough money, he will fall over backwards for you. Just like a typical New Yorker. (laughs) Let's see. Bending Ballistics says, uh, Abby, they are addictive. I'm 85% covered. My only place not tattooed is my face and throat. Wow. And uh, just uh, take that wherever you will. Uh, Annalie Brown says, Abby, I have some cheesy tramp stamp from 21 years ago. Not what I wanted, but oh well. I got so sick from the dye, I guess I'm allergic. Someday I'll get it fixed. Block 9 says, I have three tattoos and I wish I had never gotten them. When you get old, they look like road maps. Uh, Warsaw says New York State used to be a great state. That's true. Um, let's see. G23 says Kingpin, I sent you a present like a week ago. Think that FedEx delivered it to a school. LOL. Um, Let's see. Block 9 says, save your money for a good AR-15 or AK. Don't worry about tattoos. They're overrated. That's not a bad idea. Let's see. Captain Codebook, talking about his flag, says, it was with my family on a march to Gettysburg. They used it to hunt small game. Of the six, only one made it back to Maine. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, the gun snub says, I've also got a tramp. Wow, you're going to get it, buddy. Snob, you're asking for it. Yeah. Now, Tony says, I figured I was born looking this damn good. No need to redecorate. No tattoos here. Yeah, same here. Same here. 
Not a fan of needles, so yeah, no, no, no tattoos. Now, Bending Ballistic says, we all have a story. My tattoos tell mine. My friends tell mine. <laughs> Everything that's ever happened to me, my friends talk about it for the rest Even of the Even the ones life. you don't want them to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. Misha says, I've got a hand tattoo among 16 other tats, and I was told I'd never get a job. Joke's on the person who told me that. I don't want a job. <laughs> okay. Uh, Captain Codebook said, the blunderbuss, not a flag. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mystic says, charging the taser. Yeah, you better get that, uh, you better get that charge. You go get him, man. You go get him. That's right. Uh, G23 said, Gizzard Gary, did you not hear about FedEx delivering M1s to a school? No, I didn't. Uh, Captain Codebook says, I have four tattoos. I have exactly zero. Uh, Abby says, G23, what school is that? Asking for myself. (laughs) Uh, Jason Stewart says, the tramp snob. There you go. Mystic, you got to make sure that that Snob gets on here, though, before you do it. And the camera's got to be on, because we all got to see it. That's right. Uh, Ozzy says, I've got one tribal armband that I got in the late 80s. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, I have six tattoos. Once you get one, you're going to want more. Hashtag tattoo addiction rules. Now, Kingpin says, remember the good old days when saying something like rebuilding a tranny meant working on your car? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's no such thing as rebuilding a tranny today. That's right. Uh, Mystic says, okay, Scotsman. (laughs) LOL. Somebody might think you're uh, practicing medical mutilation in your garage if you tell them you're rebuilding a tranny these days. Yeah. Their, their, their feelings are going to get hurt. It's going to happen. Well, Vanessa Kitty's out there. Hello, Vanessa. Uh, Benny Ballistic says, I was told tattoos make you unprofessional. I'm an engineer and one of the best gunsmiths in Kentucky. I'm pretty successful with my tattoos. There you go. Uh, Misha says, Snob, does your tattoos say property of Mystic, you dirty tramp? Wow. Mystic says Snob likes to dress up in girl clothes. Wow. Why am I not surprised? Yeah, we need pictures. No. No. <laughs> no, nah, you're ruining the God, no. <laughs> So Block 9 says, I thought it was once you get a gun, you want a lot more. Now, that's absolutely true. Block 9, that is true, but it's also true of tattoos. You get a tattoo, you're definitely going to want more. I'm up to 10 and counting. Mystic says, no, you do not want pics, LOL. Yeah, no. Mystic, no, please, no. Snob says, I only wear lingerie, not the clothing. That I definitely don't want pics of. Good Lord. Uh, New Jersey Outcast is out there, otherwise known as John Z. Good morning, Gizzard Gary and gang. I'm stopped off in Illinois at a visitor's rest stop at the moment. So you went from one communist state to another communist state. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, get to a state where you can get your guns out, man. Come on, man. Come on. How about some freedom? It's the final destination that counts. He's on his way to Missouri. 
you know, once you get into Missouri, you can get your guns out of the trunk and be a real man. Come on. <laughs> if you don't have one, well, you can't stop and buy one. You got to establish residency first, I suppose. But ah. yeah. get, get one, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, Abby says, I don't want to see that talking about snob, but I won't judge. Right. You uh, got you to gotta establish residency in Missouri before their constitutional carrier works? No, but to buy one. Oh, okay. Buy one. I was going to say stop and buy one, but you can't just drive into a state uh, and stop and buy guns. Well, <laughs> long gun he could. A long gun he could, yeah. That's Abby true. Get a shotgun. Judge, but we all will. Grab a shotgun, load it up. Uh, let's see. Bending Ballistics says the real kinks of snob are coming out in this chat. That's um, scary, ma'am. Scary. Yeah. Snob is a baby. He doesn't like tattoos. Misha says, did Snob's tattoo go from a tramp stamp to a billboard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kingpin says, jealousy is bad. People are just mad that the gun snob looks so good in Victoria's Secret. No, I'm worried about you, brother. I don't know what to say. I just don't. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm worried about you, man. Kingpin got the check from Gunsnob this month. That's all. I think you better be careful around him next time you guys go to one of the, the meets. See, but when you don't <laughs> understand, uh, Scotsman, Kingpin is a paid hype man for the Gunsnob. Uh, apparently so. So New York Outcast says, I've still got a tyranny to work on the fork and bent so it slips out a second. I got my replacement in a shopping mall parking lot about three years back. Hmm, let's see. G23 says, sent me an email. I do have some emails I need to get to. Tony says, you can carry one concealed in Missouri. Let's see. Abby says, Kingpin, I won't body shame or judge him from what he wants to wear. No, but we all will. We all will. Uh, Misha says, you'd never guess I actually like Snob. Snob no. says, to be fair, I'm too poor for Victoria's Secret. I only wear Dollar General lingerie. <laughs> oh, uh, New Jersey Outcast says, I was already in Missouri, now driving back to New Jersey to drop off my rental truck and pick up my car. Then drive back a final 17 hours back home to Missouri. Sheesh. Yeah. Meaning, no one the pays final attention. meaning the final destination is Missouri. Says, Sheesh, Just because no you're going to drive attention. in a circle doesn't mean you're not going to be stopping finally at the last, you know, last place you're going to stop isn't Missouri, John. <laughs> All right. Says, where, where, where in Missouri, man? The last he I heard, he said southwest so, Missouri. Southwestern, yeah. And it was somewhere in the south. Okay. Well, that doesn't tell me where. That oh. would be in the uh, Joplin, Carthage, yeah. Neosho area. Okay. I used to live in Joplin, so you know, yeah. I know exactly where he's at. And Abby says, to be fair, uh, he says Springfield. Springfield, Missouri. Okay, okay, so Springfield City is like an hour and a half from Joplin. I know exactly where that is. Home of Bass Pro, yeah. Yep. Heck yeah. I Picked up a load down there in the caves there not too awfully long ago. So let's see. We've got some we got quite a few quite a few things out there in the mailbox to go through. So let's uh 
Let's take a look at a few of them real quick. I know this isn't the normal Gorn show, but uh, here's one that Misha sent my trash panda buddy I met. Got a little baby raccoon. And there's a good look at a hand tattoo. Yeah, the one how when we were living in my wife's grandmother's, there was a baby raccoon that would come up on the porch and lay with the cats that we had outside, and they would just let it be there. And thing looked like a little teddy bear when you go out on the porch. It's kind of cute at that size. Yeah, they're cute little buggers when they're that little. Yeah, but they grow up to be big ones, unfortunately. Okay, so Captain Codebook has got a tattoo picture to show us. He says. Get the most compliments on this one. And he has We the People tattooed on his arm. Left oh, yeah. yeah, I do like that one. Got a feeling we might see some more. Okay, here's another one from Captain Cobook. He says, My daughter drew this one. Then he said, she drew this one because I care about you, or caribou. I like that. That's a cool-looking tattoo, too. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I like that. All right, so what else we got out there? Okay, so Ozzy is going to show us his tribal armband. I don't know what tribe he's a member of. Must be the Aussie tribe or something like yeah. that. That looks painful, especially on the underside. Did that go all the way under? Man, that would be painful. Mm. More than like that, it goes all the way around. Wow. That underside has to hurt. That's pretty tender skin under there. Not that I've ever had one, but I'm just imagining. You don't, have any, you don't have any tattoos at all? I do not. So G23 sent me a link. So let's take a look at that real quick. And it's a news story from KIRO7 says FedEx. Ah, get out of here. FedEx mistakenly delivers boxes of guns to Pennsylvania High School. And this is in Chester, Pennsylvania. A high school was expecting a delivery of textbooks and supplies, but instead it received rifles. Packages delivered Friday and locked inside the school over the weekend were revealed to contain weapons when a FedEx driver returned to correct the mistake on Monday, WCAU reported. In a letter to the community, Chester Upland School District Superintendent Craig Parkinson said that the boxes did not appear suspicious and it is standard practice for deliveries to be stored in the loading dock until they are delivered to the proper department, the Delaware County Times reported. When deliveries come in, we check everything. Kevin Thomas, a maintenance employee at Chester High School, told WCAU, usually it's like school supplies. So I don't think in the history, nothing like this has ever happened. So it had to be a big misunderstanding. Big mistake. Oh, yeah. uh, police told KYW-TV that six guns, all thirty caliber M1 rifles manufactured by Springfield Armory, were all packaged in separate boxes. 
The driver was, you can see, visibly concerned and very professional, very apologetic, Parkinson told KYW-TV. He definitely made it clear that it was a mistake. An address mix-up led to the mistake. The guns were destined for an auto mechanic shop on West 9th Street in Chester Township, while Chester High School's address is on West 9th Street, West 9th Street in the city of Chester, KYW reported. Chester Police Commissioner Stephen Gretzky told WCAU that officers checked and found that the guns had been purchased legally by a gun collector and that no charges would be filed. Well, thank you for sending that. That was pretty cool. All right, so back to the chat. Let's see. What have I missed? Let's go back. We've had a lot of chats come in. Let's see. SS Pond's out there. Says, good morning. 23rd thumbs up. Morning, Stan. Oh, let's see. Okay. Uh, New Jersey Outkiss says, thanks, Tony. No, I wanted to be Joplin, but too far from my work depot. Uh, Gunsnob says, John is only two hours from me. Yeah, not far from me either. Uh, Buck says about four hours from me, we can have a get together. Mm. Kingpin says, just do us and the FBI a favor and just type in your address. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. I I believe he typed the Munster's address in response to Kingpin. I believe he did. (laughs) Uh, Jason said, snob can do whatever. It's when he dresses farm animals that I get concerned. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John said, if I had anyone's phone, I'd hit someone up to buy me a meal. Yeah. See, uh, Ozzy says, John, if you go through Illinois on I-70, honk as you go through Effingham. Uh, Mystic says, great. Now, Snob will want to go to Lambert's. Uh, Snob, let me know when you're going to Lambert's. I'll meet you there. Darn right. Uh Let's see. Uh, Abby says, lingerie is overrated. My fiancé is beautiful in anything. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Misha says, the man who created Victoria's Secret body shamed a generation of women and guys who think they're women. Tony says, Lambert's is a must-see destination. Oh, yeah. Especially the throat rolls. Uh, New Jersey outcast as... Rich said, says, okay, Kingpin, it's 1313 Mockingbird Lane, Missouri, California, 6969. That's good. Uh, Let's see. Talking about tattoos, Sam Vanarchy talking to Bending Ballistics. As long as the tattoos mean something to you, like a child's or sibling's name, you can hide them under a shirt, so screw the haters. Um... New Jersey Outcast says, send him over, Mystic. I don't mind. It would be like having a pet. Yeah, but you got to feed him. <laughs> uh, Misha says, Ozzy is part of the 90s tattoo tribe. Sam says, I have a tribal band, too. Ozzy said, all the way around. Yep, you were right. Now, Captain Codebook said, how did we ever live without bidets? Hmm, where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mystic says to... To uh, John says, only if you keep him. Uh, All right. Let's see. Rob D says, guns are probably a better deal. Let's see. 
Uh, Kingpin says the guns are better for the kids than those books would be. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Yep. Mystic says we are due soon for a Branson trip. Okay. Tony says when I move, I'll be a couple hours or so from there. Sounds like we're going to have a big get together. Uh, let's see. Tony says I'm going to be in the southeast corner. Okay. Um, John says, Mystic, let me know. Would love to meet you guys. Tony says, sort of, you have met me. Yeah, we have had, we have had the pleasure of meeting Tony. Um, Mystic says, okay, but I'm leaving snob with you. (laughs) Tony said, we were in Tulsa. Yes, you were. Uh, Brian says, if you were laughing, hit the like button. Yes, please do. Uh, John says, okay, Mystic, but he's staying in the outhouse. That's perfect place for snob, actually. Uh, Mystic says, uh, talking to John, you should come to Tulsa in November for Wanamaker Gun Show and meet a lot of us there. He has met some of us, but some of us he has not. Um, Warsaw is telling me also stay away from full auto put in Glock switches you can buy on the internet. FBI is watching. Yeah, I'm not buying. Um, G23 says if Snobby is two hours from Springfield, then I can't move to Ava, Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the outhouse, Mystic says that's a good place for him. It's a perfect place for him. Krabby Turtle is out there. Good morning. He says, morning, Gizzard Gary and folks. Morning. Uh, Tony says, I've got some family in Ava. Mystic says, I finally get to meet Jason this November. Cool. Oh, good. If Jason's there, I get to meet him too. That's right. Ozzy says, when I retire, I plan on moving to the Lebanon, Missouri area. I don't know where I'm moving to when I retire. But I'll probably move eventually. Uh, Block 9 says, A man in Arlington, Texas was caught with the Glock switches. They went back to his house and found more. Found out he was selling them. He got like 10 years in prison. Uh, Sam says, Gizzard Gary, single shot. Howdy, sir. How are you? And hoping you're staying safe, buddy. Doing Uh, well today. I'm home. John says, I gave Illinois the bird on the way to Missouri, and I'll be sure to give it to them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby says, gun laws are retarded. Yes, they are. Especially when they're not made right. Well, there are no good that- gun laws unless yeah. somebody passes a law that says you should have all the guns. Then I'd, I'm for that law. Uh, or a law that says you should sell them at half price. I'd be okay for that law. They don't ever pass laws like that, though. No. I don't understand why. Uh, do away um, with that Patriot Act would be a good, good Well, start. that too. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, G23 says Chris from the 740 and Jason Stewart will be there in November. Uh, Kingpin says, I wonder how the people in Pakistan are spending all that money we sent them for gender studies. <laughs> Probably yeah. playing off student loans. <laughs> yeah. All sure. but $10,000 worth. 
No, we're paying for it. Yeah, yeah, somebody's paying for that. Uh, Abby says abolishing the ATF is a good start. Mystic says yep. David should be coming to Tulsa, too. That would be cool. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, which I can do because Squib isn't here to complain. That's true. Not all gun laws are infringements. Some of them true. actually reverse infringements. Yeah. Like constitutional carry laws, for example. Damn far and few between, though. <laughs> Yeah, but we shouldn't need a law telling us that it's legal no. for us to do what the Constitution already says we can well, do. Well, that, that's a reversal of the law saying you couldn't carry. See, here's What's the thing. Point. The Constitution is the law of the land, period. Right. Period. Don't you know? To repeal a bad law, you have to pass another law that replaces it. Yeah. So Misha says Texas just passed a law allowing 18-year-olds to carry weapons. Yeah, they in the past they were restricted. Their constitutional carry started at 21, I believe, and uh, that just got reversed. I wish they'd do that here in Kansas too. In Kansas, you can carry at age 18 if you get a carry permit. Otherwise, you have to wait until 21. That's ridiculous. Why should 18-year-olds have to spend $200 to get a permit to carry what the Constitution says they can carry? Unfortunately, most states say 21. Yeah. And unfortunately, most states say they can't buy a handgun until they're 21. Well, that's Um, federal law. That's federal law. You're right. And a a parent can buy one, but it has to stay in the parent's possession. So we've got one more, one more Gorn out there. It's from Triggerfish45. He says, I didn't know this was the ink chat. I sent my submission in late. Well, we got time. We got to do the giveaway here in a minute, but let's take a look at this. He says, my biggest tat, haven't gotten any since I got into guns, not enough money. That's a big one right there. Wow. It's a cool-looking tat, but, man, that that must have took in a lot of time. Uh Wow. So Kingpin says, your rights infringe on my rights to oppress you. Uh, Abby says, I don't care about permits. I have an inherent right to defend my life, liberty, and property. That is right. And uh, X Adam ones out there says, I'll go to Tulsa this year as long as I'm off. Um, Tony says, damn, I bought my grandkids firearms. <laughs> and uh, Misha says, my rights don't end where others' feelings begin. That's right. Your freedom to be you includes my freedom to be free from you. That's true. Tony says, some of them aren't talking yet. Well, they're ready to go. Uh, Sam says, paying an extra $200 on top of the price of the item is retarded. We should be able to buy from the local shop without paperwork and crap. It's annoying Mm -hmm. AF. It sure is. So, uh, talking about the giveaway, let me go ahead and share the giveaway tool from StreamYard. That hashtag, once again, is hashtag EBC148. That's EBC as in early bird chat, 148. For the old folks, it's not a hashtag, it's a pound sign or a tic-tac-toe sign. 
uh, you got a couple of minutes to go ahead and enter that. So uh, got 15 entries in the drawing, 32 people currently out on YouTube. So you got time to get those in. Uh, while we're waiting, while we're waiting, let's see. Abby says every individual has a right to do as they wish with their own bodies, property, and other consenting adults. Ozzie says, I bought both of my kids and granddaughter guns. John Z says, already, folks, I'm back on the road, so I'll just be listening. You drive safe, sir. Uh, Mike says, or if you're a musician, a sharp sign. Also true. Uh, Kingpin says, I voted for Biden, so I'm changing the definition of freedom. The new definition is do what I tell you. Not, oh man! Not. Uh, Mike White wants to know. Just told a little white liar. Too. He's just kidding. <laughs> Mike White says, "What are we playing for today? We are playing for the Gizzard Gary Channel sticker, three-inch sticker with the Gizzard Gary logo. Also a um, a similar in a magnet, a three-inch magnet you could put on your safe or whatever." Uh, I will throw in also an early bird chat thumbnail sticker. All these are from Sticker Mule, by the way. And I'll throw in a Fuster Cluck sticker from Radical Firearms. So uh, hopefully somebody somebody will win that here in a minute. Abby says, I'm a musician but can't read sheet music. Tony says, my two youngest granddaughters are both infants. And Kingpin says, Gizzard Gary, the Willie Bullet Man giveaway is still going. No doubt the biggest giveaway in YouTube history. Don't miss it. I've got to get involved on that. It looks like we lost lost Scotsman. Yeah. Tony says, when you offer a gun, I might play if it's a good gun. Uh, Buck says to Tony, what's the first your first word you will teach them? Revolver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I am showing it is 2 o'clock. Uh, 23 people. I'll give you an extra two minutes. How about that? Two more minutes to enter the drawing. Remember, you can enter on Facebook and Twitch as well as YouTube all by typing hashtag EBC148. Uh, Abby says, my cat bit me because I won't give him my chips, but they have garlic in the ingredients and that's bad for cats. Yeah, garlic and cats is bad. Onion and cats is bad too. Uh, Bending Ballistics says, Gary, catch your Instagram. I'll take a look at that here in a second. Let's see. Abby says, Mike, I play bass. Mike says, I'm also a musician but can't play by ear. Hmm. Well, alrighty. Well, let's see. Got about a minute left, so... Uh, Get that hashtag in if you're going to get it in. 
G23 says, Tony York, the Georgia shooting connection. Up, he took it down. I won't read that anymore. Tony said, the first word about guns will be freedom. That's not a bad idea either. He said, send a couple pictures of my tattoos. Okay. Take a look here in a second. All right, so we got about 20 seconds left, and I'm going to hit that giveaway button. So, uh, good luck to everybody out there. And, uh, okay, so we're down to about five seconds, so we're getting ready to go here. And it's time to hit the button. Good luck, everybody. Let's see who this week's winner will be. And the winner is Triggerfish45. Well, congratulations to Triggerfish45. You are the winner of the giveaway today. I don't believe, I don't believe you've ever won before. So if you would, please send your mailing address to me at winner at gizzardgary.com. That's W-I-N-N-E-R at gizzardgary.com. And uh, I will get that stuff in the mail to you. So it's cool when somebody new wins. Not that, uh, that's a second, he says. Okay. Well, see, my memory's not that great. I don't remember everything. I don't have my spreadsheet open. X Adam one says, I didn't get to cast mine. Redo. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe next time. Uh, all right. So, uh, anyway, thanks to everybody for playing. Congratulations. X at one says, damn work has me working. All this tattoo talk reminds me of a bet that two guys I knew made back when the Steelers played Arizona in the Super Bowl. The loser had to get the winning team's tattoo logo tattooed on them. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bet I would want to make. I don't think so. Okay, so I'm going to share my Instagram screen so we can look at uh, the tattoos from Bending Ballistics. So here's the first one. That's a nice one. There's another one. I think it's the same one again. Okay. That one's got some nice colors to it. There's the rest of that one. And that one is really nice. That's not bad at all. Look at that one. A yingling lager. 
Wow. That one is interesting. It looks like it's in the middle of the back. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing those with with us here. Let's see. We've got some new people in the chat. I see uh, I see Chris Lang is out there. Never a good idea to get someone's name tattooed on you. No. Uh, let's see. Let me back up a little bit. Let's see. Triggerfish45 says, formerly EDC Dragon45. I'll look in my mail. I should have that. Uh, let's see. Mike says, uh, Abby EG, I haven't played in a while, but may need some time to play somewhat quick again. Misha says, Rich seems like he's an Ohio fan when it comes to college. Nope. Uh, Tony says, arthritis in the shoulders kind of ended the guitar for me. Uh, Bending Ballistic says, I obviously have a lot more. Well, I'm sure there's some places you can't show us. Uh, Abby says, Mike, I write thrash and death metal. Uh, Let's see. Gun Websites is out there. 29th thumb up. Good morning, everyone. We have 38, 39 people watching this show right now. That's almost what you call a record. Abby says, uh, this is true. As much as I love my fiance, I'm not getting her name tattooed on me. Uh, Bending Ballistic says, the last one is on my stomach. G-Web says, thank you for hosting each of these shows each weekend. Gizzard, you are welcome. Uh, Bending Ballistic says, the name on the yingling was a memorial tattoo. I figured as much. Let's see. Tony says you compose while playing improvisation. Uh, Kingpin says Notre Dame fans celebrate by doing push-ups. Ohio fans celebrate by spelling the state in teams. <laughs> That's because uh, Ohio State fans, it, it takes two of them to spell Ohio. <laughs> oh. I thought Notre Dame fans celebrated by taking a drink of beer. Uh, Leprechaun, every time there's a touchdown score, the Leprechaun has to do 10 push-ups. Yeah. Let's see. At Kansas State, they have a Wildcat mascot that does push-ups. Let's see. X Adam 1 says, uh, today is my last. Oh, okay. All All right. X Adam 1 says, today is my last day of work. I go home tonight and pick up my suppressor tomorrow morning. I'm happy about that. Uh, Bending Ballistics says, the first tattoo was Johnny Cash smoking a cig. Yeah, I I really did like that one. That was my favorite of all of them, I think. Just because it was so simple. And I'm, I was a big fan of Johnny Cash, so. Abby says Jacksonville fans celebrate by rioting. There's a lot of places that can make that claim. But uh, luckily they don't have much to celebrate there in Jacksonville. Abby says Bending, Kentucky is a bit too far for us. 
So we're in the second half of the show. We've lost a couple panelists. Hopefully one or both of them will be back later on. We got 33 people out there and a little under two hours to go in the show. And I need to make sure I have gotten some more email in. So uh, got to make sure I get the right one here. Oh, okay. So, whoops, wrong one. So, this is a story about a North Texas man who had a machine gun converter and rapped about it gets convicted. This is one of those stupid criminal uh, stories. Kedrick Brown, 25, was found guilty of possessing a machine gun, according to a news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office. He faces up to 10 years in prison. Yeah. Shouldn't do that, for sure. Uh, Abby says, to be fair, the Jags rarely win. Uh, Let's see. Kingpin wants to know, Gizzard Gary, what is next on your firearm shopping list? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything in particular in mind, but I would like to buy a new gun here soon. I just bought one a couple months ago. I like it, but... And I'm kind of running out of room to store guns, but I still would like to have another one or two. So, uh, let's see. Bending Ballistic says the set list was insane, but it got canceled by the venue because dude doing it was a total idiot from New York who doesn't understand the Kentucky scene sticks by their people. And we've got some Florida talk out there. Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, check Instagram. I sent you a picture of one of my tattoos. Okay, so back to Instagram we go. And let's see. Oh, looks like he got sent as a disappearing message, which means I can only see it on my phone. Hmm. Hold on, I got an idea here. I've got an idea. Let's see. Gonna try something here and see if it works. So bear with me. Aha. I got it. More than one way to skin a cat, as they say. So let's take a look. I brought this up on my phone and then emailed it to myself. So there you go.
It says, Charlie, 61106, Fallen Brother, in memory of. Yeah, I like that. All right, so uh, let's see what all I'm missing out there. Okay, let's see. Abby says, I'm from Duval County, but for the next two weeks, I live in Tallahassee. Then Lindsay and I are moving to Minnesota for her job. Cool. Uh, Chris Lang says, only the smartest film themselves committing felonies. Kind of Darwin-esque. Yeah. Uh, Abby says, reminds me of these two rappers that were feeding in Jacksonville. They listed who all they shot. Yeah, rappers don't seem to be the smartest people in the world. There was one a couple of years ago, if you remember, that got arrested because he had a machine gun in one of his videos. That it was an independent rapper who hadn't been signed with a label or anything. Did a video on YouTube doing one of his raps and fires off an AK machine gun, full auto AK at the end of the video. Yeah, he's sitting in a prison cell right now. So, these people aren't smart. They aren't the smartest. I don't know what it is with rap and stupid things like that, but it, it seems to attract them. So Tony said, I did a July the 5th outdoor gig in Lakeland once. Talk about a lesson in sweating your ass off. Yeah. Could very well be. So Sam says, 4th November 2006 was the date. Sorry for misreading that. A little fuzzy for me. Uh, Kingpin says, I like when the bad guys wear the same clothes to court as they did during the crime. Uh, Abby said, he shouldn't be just for having a machine gun. Machine guns are protected by the Constitution. Yeah, I know. Uh, Bending Ballistic says, Mike, I grew up on Bracken Oak in Kissimmee, then moved to Stonehurst Subdivision off Osceola Parkway, then toured with bands after high school, and before college then moved out of Florida. I miss it. Wow. All right, so... Uh, what have you got going on this next week, Rich? Anything cool? You got videos to do or new stuff to review? Or? No, I got nothing like that uh, that I can think of the top of my head. I mean, if I can, I don't know. I might do something. I'm just not sure when. There, there was a video project I wanted to do, but then I got the, the belt reviews and then the uh, grip for the SIG review that I did, so... Uh, that got put on the back burner, but there is something I want to do eventually. I don't know if I'm going to do it this week or if I might wait till the wife goes back to work before I do it. It's just so that it's a little quieter around the house and whatnot oh, before I go to trying to do it. But, you know, I mean, with her, her being around and, uh, and she's having to do her studying and stuff. So where I would normally film the video, she's like studying for her because before she goes back to work, she's got to get her um, certifications redone. Uh-huh. So the in the video area where I usually video right now, it's got like her school stuff that, that she has to go through for that. So I don't know if I'm going to get any video done any, this week or not. But 
there is something I want to get done. Yeah, I've so been, that's something. I've been but, thinking about what all I can get busy with when I'm retired and figure I'll set up a place, kind of a permanent place in here where I can do review videos and have some good lighting. <clears throat> You'd think in this office I'd have room to do that, but I've accumulated so much stuff that I really need to be probably in a room with better lighting. So, uh, But I've got some things in the works. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to having time to do all those things because I'm going to need something to keep me busy. So I've got plenty of that to do. But uh, I want to say hello to ARGUN1776 out there in the audience. Uh, Tony says, I feel sorry for your first Minnesota winner, Abigail. Uh, let's see. Abby says, I can always put on more layers. Also, my fiance and I can cuddle and watch Star Wars. I'll be plenty warm. ARGUN1776 says, I'm going to get a lighting kit with three lights, key light, field light, and rim light. Also going to decorate the reloading room a lot better and clean it up better for broadcasting. Uh, G23 says, uh, Gizzard, Gary, I heard you were moving to Oklahoma with Snobby in November since he will be single. I had not heard that yet. Chris Lang says, the biggest FFL in Uvalde, Texas, closed their gun shop due to being named in the $27 billion lawsuit. Anything to say about that? That's a bunch of horse shit. That's a bunch of crap. Uh that's definitely, definitely not fair. That and the gun manufacturers being sued and everything else. Yeah, when there's already a federal law in the books that the judges seem to just, we're going to disregard that and let this Yeah, they conveniently ignore these laws. But, uh, yeah, I'm not in favor of that at all, of course. But, uh Just to remind everybody that later today, around 6 p.m. Central, 5 Eastern, would be uh, Foreign and Domestic on the Scottish Americans channel. I'll put a link to that in my community tab on uh, YouTube for anybody who's interested in that. And uh, I know sometimes uh, Locked and Loaded Latinos does a live stream on Sunday nights, if they do. I will post a link to that. And also, of course, this thing that comes on the Unloaded Media channel. It's called This Week Unloaded. I hear a rumor that they might be doing a show tonight. Mm-hmm. And that usually at uh, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, correct? Yes, sir. And you won't want to miss that. Because you never know what will happen on this week unloaded. Hopefully a wrestling chat won't break out. I did hear a little bit of that last night, though. And it's uh, gotten big enough they've got their own channel now. So, uh, G23 says 11 a.m. Pacific, 
2 p.m. Eastern metric time is Georgia Trapping and Fishing live stream. Okay. And uh, I'm going to have to get that link out there, too. Although that, that 2 p.m. Eastern, that's 1 p.m. Central. That's about the time I get off the air. So that's one you can just go to as soon as this show's over, if I'm not mistaken. Abby says, Tony, I prefer cold weather to hot weather. I can only take off a certain amount of clothing before it becomes indecent exposure. That's true. Uh, Chris Lang says, that was the FFL I frequented. Lots of good folks there. Hope they open back up soon. Yeah, me too. That's a damn shame stuff like that has to happen. Uh, not real sure what they'd be to blame for. My understanding, the guy passed his uh, background check. Um, Abby says, to be fair, the divas are what got me into wrestling. Uh, Rob D says, if you're deciding to go solo, Rich, pass the world... So some of us don't leave a family event early for nothing. Pass the word. Okay. Uh, okay, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. I don't either. I'm sure he'll elaborate. Tony says, one can adapt from hot to cold climate, but the first winters, if the blood ain't had time to thicken up, is miserable. Sam says, the last thing we need is another freaking incompetent billionaire left-wing anti-gun fruit loop in this country. Well, I can't disagree with that. Abby says, unless I'm in Miami, there's a topless beach there. I guess, I guess you can do that. G23 said he's talking about me doing my live stream solo yesterday. Oh, I got you. I couldn't do this solo. I kind of I kind of flail in the background if I'm by myself because I can't really entertain people very well talking by myself. Yeah, I I've had to do part of a show solo. I've never had to do a complete show solo, and I don't want to have to do a complete show solo. It's no. so fun talking to yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Midnight Range used to do that the first few live streams he did before before he got into Hangouts and stuff. He did solo, and he'd just read the comments, and he would go an hour and a half doing that. I don't know how. Yeah. I, I know other people that do it, um, but it's just not my style. I want somebody there that I can. You know, oh, Yankee does off. it all the time. Yeah, I know. And uh, that'd just be tough for me. Yeah, like I said, I prefer having somebody else, at least one other person. But Yankee is pretty good at it, and he he can come up with a lot of stuff to keep people interested. And he has a huge audience, so they throw a lot of stuff out there in the chats. So, uh, yeah, it helps when you're if you're doing the show by yourself. If you have an audience that's like uh, participating, Partici audience participation when you're doing these kind of shows is almost a must. 
especially if you're by yourself. So G23 says Georgia trapping and fishing does four hours by himself. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I'd run out of th- things to talk about unless the audience is saying something <laughs> quickly, quickly, like, okay, um, yeah, that's everything I want to talk about. Bye. That'll so, take about 20 minutes. <laughs> Senior Master Sergeant Bulldog says, see y'all later. Blessings to everyone. Yeah, good to see you out there. Later, Bulldog. Abby says, I blame the feds. Or we can blame Corey and Trevor. Mr. Knives is out there. Chocolate. And he says, 38 Super shall rule them all. I've never shot 38 Super. I'd like to try that sometime. It's comparable to 9mm when you shoot it. So for you people who are fairly new to this game... When I first started on YouTube with gun stuff about five years ago, Mr. Knives was well known as the host of the all-night lobby chat there in gun channels. And the first time I did a lobby chat was on Mr. Knives' live stream. So he is uh, the guru when it comes to doing open forums like this. And I say that, you know, with the caveat that I can't just throw the links out there because of people doing odd stuff that could get my channel in trouble. Yeah. Those of us that have been doing this for four or five, six years now, we've all been on one of Mr. Knives shows at some point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, G23 throws out the chocolate. Uh, Chris Lang says, it's still hard for me just to talk on my own videos. I do okay until I hit record. Yeah, that is tough, and I can't stand the sound of my own voice. So I always, when I play back my videos, I think I sound like a dork. And maybe I do. Maybe there's just a lot of people that like dorks out there. I don't know. But I'm super critical of my own voice. Abby says, I've shot 38 Super out of my uncle's 1911. It's not bad. It's everything 40 wishes it could be. No, no, it's not. 40 is a more powerful round than 38 Super. When you load it with the same bullet weights as what 38 Super comes out of, 38 Super can't touch it. I was going to say I kind of thought so. And I do love shooting some 40. I like shooting 45 also. Depending on the brand of ammo you're shooting, 38 supers right around what nine millimeter. It's not as powerful as what people make it out to be. So Abby says, I have a lot of anxiety with my voice. That's why I don't talk in my streams. Uh, Kingpin says, Chuck Norris sends thank you cards to Mr. Knives out of respect. As well he should. And you knew this was coming also. G23 says, hashtag 40 for life. I knew I knew that would be out there. G23, of course, loves the 40 Smith & Wesson caliber. Because it's kind of his namesake, being the G23. Yeah, I may have a couple of firearms in that caliber myself. 
I have two. I have uh, I have a Glock 22, which is the full size version of the G23, and I have my uh, Smith and Wesson 4006 TSW. Tony says 40 ain't big bore. Load of 40 Smith and Wesson, right? And it's the same power as a 357 Magnum. Abby said also because I don't have a mic. Yeah, that does make it kind of tough to record your voice on your videos if you don't have a mic. Unless you do it with a phone. <clears throat> uh, Sam of Anarchy says, nothing wrong with 40 cal. Uh, Abby says, the internal ballistics of 40 aren't very appealing to me. The extra pressure isn't worth it. Now, G23 says, uh, shouldn't it be 40 Glock since they were the first one to have one on the market? Except they weren't. They were the first one to have a polymer 40 Smith & Wesson on the market. The first 40 on the market was uh, Smith & Wesson Gen 3. Now, Tony says 357 Mag ain't big bore either. Abby says 10 millimeter is better than 40. Abby says G23 and Smith and Wesson 4006. Good choices. 4006 is a damn fine weapon. Heavy. Uh, Rob D's out there. Smith and Wesson for the win again. Tony says 41 mag and up is big bore. Well, bigger than 9 millimeter. How about that? But I do love, I do love shooting them. Also, let's not forget uh, 357 SIG, which is a heck of a lot of fun to shoot. And a nice fireball. <laughs> uh, Mike White says uh, 38 Super was only because Mexico citizens could not have nines. Well, currently, it's only that's the main reason why it's still in production. That and it was very popular among competitive shooters at one point. And hold on a but minute, I got somebody asking for a link here. 38 Super goes way <laughs> back in history, it's older than what a lot of people think it is. So that link has been sent. Uh, let's see. Abby says 41 meg is still 10 millimeter in diameter. G23 says Smith and Wesson for caving to the government and still using the Hillary hole. I haven't seen uh, Glock put out a letter telling the feds where they can shove it. No, I haven't. That's for sure. In the what have you done for me lately department, Smith & Wesson certainly has stepped up. So, uh, yeah, they've made their mistakes, but things are looking good right now out of Smith & Wesson. Uh, Tony says, my avatar is a nice fireball. You can see it right there. Which is me and my Ruger Super Blackhawk. Brian Bridges said, did someone say Big Borg? Gives her Gary email. So, 
Uh, by the way, quite a few of Smith & Wesson's revolvers now come without the Hillary holes. And they're planning on doing it with more. It's just the so, tooling they got to switch. They got to do uh, changes on the tooling to get to where it doesn't make that hole. So there is Brian Bridges' email. Uh, Big Bore 10 millimeter. Rock Island. So there. There's quite a few of the J frames now that that are available without the Hillary. Yeah, I haven't seen any yet. I want to get one though. What 1911 or the no, J frame without Hillary? The J frame. Yeah, I think the 642 is available without it. Um, there's a couple of them that are available without it. I just don't remember. What I'm talking about. I think the 642. Trying to think off the top of my head. Like I said, I don't remember all of them that are available without it. You'd have to look on our Smith and Wesson's website, which is a good thing. There's a thing called the internet. I guess we can go over there and look and see, right? That's true. Chris Lang says, just get out and shoot. They're all fun. Abby says, except for when Eric Holder and the ATF walked a ton of guns into Mexico. And she says, Hillary Hole. Still sounds disgusting. Yeah, yes, it's not a great it? visual. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Uh, Sam Van Arke says, illegal gun carrying in Mexico gets you five years in a Mexican prison. Now, Rob D says, Glock sells sandals. Smith & Wesson sells boots. Tony says, both my end frames have it. Don't bother me. I can't see it when shooting the guns. Yeah, the Performance Center 642 doesn't have it. I'm looking at it right now. Find that damn window. Um, let's see. Abby says, I never said it was legal. I just said that the United States government gave weapons to the cartels and got Americans killed. Mike White says, Hillary Hole. Sounds like you're talking yeah. about our nether regions. Yes, it does. Yeah, share my screen, Derek. Would, please. That's better. Yeah, there's the 642 Performance Center. Notice, no Hillary hole. Yeah, I like those grips. That, uh, How much do you got to pay for board. that bad boy? Oh, MSRP on that? I don't 616. That's not bad. That's not too for, bad. For, especially with that being a Performance Center. That's not that much more than a regular 642. No. Well, if I ever see one of those, I'd like to snag it up, but I still wish I could get it with the Hogue Tamer grips. Of course, I could always buy some and put it on there. Yeah, Because I mean, it's going to kick a little. That MSRP, you're looking at under $600 for a performance center. That's not a bad price at all. Oh, it'd come in around five and a quarter, five and a half. Yeah. The street pricing. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So, so we have another panelist. Let's welcome aboard Mr. Knives. Hello. Hello. How are you? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes, sir. What's up, guys? And not a whole lot. Good to see you. It's been a while. In a minute. What's good? Uh, well, let's see. Other than chocolate, let's see. We're talking about guns finally in this chat. Uh, let's see. Chris, <laughs> Lang, 
Chris Lang says at the top of my channel main screen is a fireball from a blank cartridge out of an Uberti SAA. Huge. Uh, Kingpin says, what does Ruger and Bill Clinton have in common? And the answer is, neither are interested in Hillary holes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Abby says, Hillary holes sounds like something you dare your drunk friends to look up on Urban Dictionary. Uh, G23 says, bet the original has a Hillary hole. Yeah, it does. Okay, so I'm trying to... So how you guys would like them California prices, gas prices? Just say, thank goodness I don't have to drive in California. Yeah, what are your prices are right now? Uh, let me go check. So speaking of Chris Lang, and there is the picture he was talking about. A fireball from a blank cartridge out of a new birdie. SAA. Wow. You can definitely see that. With the, with the Smith & Wesson revolvers, it's not like getting rid of the Hillary hole isn't easy to do anyway. There's kits where you, that they sell where you can plug that, you know, just, you remove yeah. the lock and you plug the hole. I did some reading about it. Not only is it cosmetically unappealing, but I've heard on those Smith & Wessons, it has a tendency to work itself in the lock position all by itself. I've never had an issue with it on the on my end frame. I've just read it on some of the forums that it has been known to happen. Of course, I've heard that about Taurus, Taurus also. Yeah, I've heard more people having issues with that with the Taurus than with the Smith & Wesson. Yeah, the Bodyguard 38 doesn't have the Hillary hole either. That's another one. Yeah, my Model 85 Taurus, it has a Hillary hole, and so does my... Uh, Oh gosh, my G three, my G three C does. Yeah, when I was talking to Smith and Wesson for American Outdoor Show this year, they were saying, yeah, they're planning on bringing out more of them without the Hillary hole as they go along. Again, they got a their revolver line isn't the priority right now; it's the M and P line. So they're the ones. That's the one that's getting like the tooling and everything set up for them more so than what the revolvers are. But the plans are to re start releasing more and more of the revolvers without the Hillary hole as it goes. They're starting with the performance center and then they'll get to the, cause you know, that's the money maker. And then the, the lower level uh, ones will get it eventually where they don't have the Hillary hole anymore. So I want to say hi to M. Gabriel out there. Says morning, and then he says, the mouse kept me up too late. Yeah. Uh, Abby said the old Taurus PT-111G2 had a Hillary hole, and she says the G2C removed it. I don't have the G2C. I have the G2, the G2S. Same thing, different bag size. Yeah, I thought it had the Hillary hole, but I'll have to get it no, out. No, my G2C does not have a Hillary hole. Does not. Okay. 
Is there any way you can weld it in? Yeah, you can weld it on the smiths. Yeah, you can weld it in. There's two ways you can do it. You can have it welded over by somebody who knows what they're doing to where, and it'll look like it never existed. And then there's a little metal plug that you can buy that you can uh, solder into it with your home soldering gun. You solder it in from the back so it's no, you don't see the solder from the other side. And, yeah, it's not the most uh, cosmetically appealing thing, but you don't have to worry about that lock anymore. Okay, so uh, Abby said my cousin's GTC didn't. Uh, far be it from me to say that I never make mistakes. I certainly do. I am the king of mistakes. So. Well, that's not to say that the first gen of the G2C didn't have it, or the G2S. You may have one of the earlier ones, and it may yeah. still very well have it. Yeah, mine's know. the slim version, so. Yeah, and, and you I had yours it, before I had mine, so. Yeah, I got it with kind of a package deal. You bought the pistol, and you got a, uh, a Rossi twenty two LR rifle. And so it was two guns for the price of one. I ended up giving the rifle to my son-in-law, and I kept the handgun. Uh, Tony says you can just take the lock parts out. Yeah, and then you have, but then you have just a hole there. Right. You want to do something to plug that hole? Just keep dirt out, basically. Uh, Chris Lang says, "Sorry about my ignorance, but what in the world is a Hillary hole?" Okay, back in the 1990s when Clinton was in office, there was a law proposed where guns had to have a lock installed on them. And Smith and Wesson, to avoid any hassle, uh, they went and capitulated, and they started putting them in their revolvers. But before there was ever a law that was put into effect, and because Hillary Clinton was the one that was pushing that, like she did with Hillary Care, which eventually became Obamacare, that law came to be known as the Hillary Hole. That's trying to find a picture. I keep clicking on the link, but there's no picture there. Let's see. That'll work right here. Okay. It's not a very good picture, but what the heck. I'll share it. So. So there's kind of a close-up of what it looks like. Now on some on some of my Taurus guns I actually put it underneath the uh, hammer. I've seen them mm-hmm. there before or on the right side on some yeah. of the Taurus guns. Yeah, Taurus, they put them in a bunch of different <clears throat> places. Yeah, not just on the revolvers, they had them on their semi-autos as well like what you were saying. So Abby uh, says, I don't remember if the 709 had the Hillary hole. M. Gabriel says, stick gum in it. Hmm. I don't know if that would work. Yeah, I don't think that would work too well. Kingpin says, it's a dark and dangerous place that no man has ever returned from. <laughs> Dude, it smelled a Jolly Rancher up in there. I lick it once in a while. There you go. Uh, Tony said that hole ain't anywhere near as much of a problem with dirt as a hammer slot. Sheesh. Uh, Any ingress point's not a good thing. 
Abby says, I don't want to get in Hillary's hammer slot either. Uh, G23 says, this is what Glock has done lately. Email sent. Hmm. What? Okay, well, let's take a look at that. This is another uh, screen share. And it says, Subway shooting lawsuit against Glock on hold appeal amid appeal over New York law that lets victims sue gun makers. A New York City subway shooting injured 29 people, including Eileen Stewart, who is suing Glock. Wow. I think uh, New York have, like, different triggers. Eileen Stewart. A 49-year-old Brooklyn woman initially sued Glock at the end of May, alleging under a New York general business law that the gun manufacturer endangered the safety health of the public through the sale of its weapons. She was among 29 people injured, 10 of them by gunfire, on April 12th when a man named Frank James allegedly popped a smoke canister on a crowded subway during rush hour and fired off more than 30 rounds from a 9mm pistol. After James caused a panic in the Big Apple, eyewitnesses spotted him near McDonald's on 6th Street and reported him to authorities. Police yeah, also that. said he called them himself from the area. Yeah, well, you know, it's not like Glock has a choice in the matter to be stupid not to defend himself. It's not like they released a letter in support of the Second Amendment or anything like that. I mean, they're, they're just looking out for their own bottom line right there. Glock is contesting the constitutionality of the law which triggered a federal rule allowing a state attorney general to intervene and defend its constitutionality. However, a federal appeals court is also handling a challenge to the law, and the parties agreed to let that play out after a conference Tuesday morning. The problem is there's a federal court that uh, New York and Connecticut are both a part of, and that federal court let the lawsuit proceed against who was a bushmaster in the um the uh sandy hook case so it doesn't look good for glock in that case either what you got the same federal court being the one that would decide it they would have to they would have to go to the supreme court for uh glock to not have to face that lawsuit sadly was it bushmaster or smith or weston i don't remember that's why i said i couldn't i can't remember if it was bushmaster I thought it was Bushmaster. It might not be. That's why I said I'm Bushmaster not sure. Bushmaster was been broke already, remember? Well, no, they were. Um, Bushmaster was owned by Remington at that point. It was one of the things that caused the partially caused the um, the uh, bankruptcy with Remington. Now, G23 says they are fighting to protect themselves and every manufacturer from being sued. I believe the Sandy Hook guy had more than just one gun, though, so there could have been both companies involved. So, I mean, there was a lot of shenanigans that were going on at that point. Yeah, Abby says it was Bushmaster and Freedom Group. Yeah. And like I said, that's what Bushmaster was technically under the Remington umbrella, which was under the Freedom Group umbrella at that point, and that was one of the factors that caused them to file the bankruptcy to try and get out from having to pay off the lawsuit. 
and the, you know the breakup of the company to where you got Marlin now with a uh, Ruger and uh, Federal ownership. The company was it Vista Outdoors. Federal now owns the Remington Ammunition brand and Christ, there's a bunch of other brands. Uh, PSA I think has one of the um, companies that was under that umbrella. There's a whole bunch of them that went to different places. But that all partially came about because of the Sandy Hook lawsuit. So we just had this tattoo picture sent to us from uh, Scotsman. I like Bell. So if I slip and fall on a banana, do I get to sue the banana company? And the store where the banana was sold. Yep. G23, I said it before and I will say it again. Glock is not the two-way friendly company people make it out to be. If they were, Gaston Glock would be over in Austria right now, his home country, fighting for their gun rates over there, but you don't hear it. And I've heard this from numerous people in Austria. Glock doesn't say a thing about whether they should have gun rights in Austria or not. Don't buy into the hype. Glock is doing what they do for their own bottom line. They don't give a damn whether you can buy their gun or not, except for what money they can make off of it. Okay, so uh, Abby says, didn't PSA buy DDI a few years ago? Yes, they did. That's where their, in fact, that's where their AK brand uh, products started from. Their uh, the PSA AKs are what used to be the DDI AKs. So Tony says, and the Chiquita Banana Woman. Now, Scottish American says, another reason to buy CZ. I knew he'd throw that in. I've got to get a CZ someday. Maybe that's what my next gun purchase should be. So everybody will have to tell me which one I need to buy. So I can make Scotsman happy. Besides, I've kind of always wanted one anyway, so... Do they says, come in green? I'm sorry? Do they come in green? I suppose you could get them painted green. Dookie green? <laughs> How do you remember that? Wow. <clears throat> uh, Tony says, no matter Glock's reasoning, they should not be sued for the criminal use of their products. No, I agree shouldn't. with that. Again, there is a federal law on the books that prohibits that in the federal courts in the Northeast have ruled otherwise that, uh, nope, these, these lawsuits can go through because of their advertising. So, again, it doesn't look good for Glock in the case. I'm sorry. It just doesn't because that same federal court is the one that this is going to be appealed to. And then G23 says, Rich White not buying into the hype going on facts. Still waiting for other manufacturers to grow balls and stay well, when other companies get sued, then we'll, have, then we'll see what happens. That's all I can say on that. I haven't seen a lawsuit against Smith & Wesson accusing them of anything with one of these shootings yet. When that happens, then we'll talk. 
Okay, back to the discussion. Abby says, at least now they have forged trunnions and bolts. I'll print a PO1. Tony says, Krylon comes in green. That's true. <laughs> I hate to Krylon again, but people do that. <laughs> and by the way, Remington slash Freedom Group did try and fight, and they lost. And they didn't have the money anymore to fight on to the Supreme Court. It's not easy to fight a federal court case. It doesn't matter if you're a major corporation or a little guy. That costs a hell of a lot of money. Okay, so Early Watch Chad is out there and says, Gaston has a lot going on, probably flying around Austria in a helicopter, abusing his Viagra prescription, watching movies in his home theater. Give him a break. Okay, G23 says, when did CZ stand up and do anything? CZ helped sponsor the bill that just passed not that long ago in the Czech Republic, stating that the people of the Czech Republic have a right to own firearms. CZ is fighting in their own country, whereas Glock is not. So Scottish American says, Smith and Wesson told the federal government to go kick rocks here recently. Anna wants to know, but can you get it in purple? I suppose you could make it purple. Kingpin says Soylent comes in green also. <laughs> yeah, that's the people's color. That's for sure. Uh, Scottish American says G23 shouldn't be jealous because you can't fit in skinny jeans. <laughs> wow. Uh Tara Smith's Kitchen says, as someone whose grandmother was born near Prague, I support the appropriation of my culture by CZ. It's a sin that I don't own a VZ-58 yet. Uh, G23 says, I don't wear jeans. X Adam one says, Gizzard Gary, haven't bought a gun this month. What should it be? Any ideas? I did not know that about CZ's fighting for young people. I didn't either. That yeah, makes me want to buy money to that uh, to get that law passed in the Czech Republic. Hey, so what, what should X Adam one buy? What don't you have? Uh, get something cool. Um, uh, I don't know you. I don't know if you're a revolver guy or not, or what you're into. Scottish American says, tight fit only goes so far. Uh, Early Watch Chat says, we should make our own Home Depot guns. Show these companies we don't need them. Yeah, I don't know that we all have the skills to do that. And I'm not sure I could make one that'd be very reliable or easy to carry. I, I'm i not a royal nonsuch or anything like that. There's a blast from the past. You remember him before he got in trouble. <laughs> Among other people that got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tara says the Czech Republic has their own version of the Second Amendment. 
And considering what the Soviets did in the 60s and what they're doing now, it seems a no-brainer. Well, good for them. Yeah, that's that's what I was just talking about there. It's, it doesn't go as far as what the Second Amendment here does, but it's a start. And CZ helped promote it and contributed monetarily and whatnot to the, to the legal team that helped uh, get that passed. Abby says, buy mags and ammo, get medical gear and training, buy a shot timer if you don't have one already, get some decent kit together before you buy another gun. Well, that's something you could consider too. Uh, Bernie says, freedom is an AK-47 sometimes. And the Scottish American says, CZ is the way. Well, this has quickly turned into a CZ chat. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, that's just G23's fault. Yeah, it's all his fault. I just got a notification that MK Outdoor, Dur- Outdoor Journal just went live. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Monday, there's going to be a discussion about the California... Uh, Assault weapons been on the magazines with with Judge Saint Benitez. That's what we call him. Ah, G twenty three says most people are too wrapped up in what's going on around the world and not what is happening in the United States. Well, you know what? When you want to know what a gun company actually believes in, look what they do in their own home country. Let's say on that. Also true. Uh, Scottish American says G23 took it a completely different direction. Uh, Brian Bridges says buy a Glock 20. Now, early watch chat says I always heard CZ stood for crappy zinc. Wow. Tony said not just everyone can make plastic fantastic. Kingpin says, MK is canceling his show for tonight. Oh. Well, that's too bad. Something must have come up. Abby says, I'm not getting another gun until I get a few more thousand rounds of ammo, 50 more rifle mags, 20 more pistol mags, a couple more sets of armor, and a few more med kits. Wow. That's ambitious. Now, I don't know how many of you follow Paul Harrell, but I just watched a video from him yesterday, and I think he'd done it about a week ago. It was on the Winchester Wildcat 22LR rifle. Speaking of uh, mostly plastic guns. And he was having a pretty good time with this gun until the rear peep sight fell off. <laughs> and then it quickly disintegrated into a uh, an execution of the gun itself. And so he didn't have a lot of good to say. And 
That's a shame because I looked at that Winchester Wildcat when I was out at SHOT Show a couple of years ago. It's a neat looking gun, but evidently not executed very well. So if you're thinking about buying that level 22, you might want to look at his review first. But uh, G23 said, fellow Oregonian and PNW guy. Yes, he is. I love Paul Harrell's videos, but he does have a very dry sense of humor. Oh, yeah. I love the way he counts. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when he's angry with someone, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) He's not real obvious about it, but uh, people catch it all the time. I mean, he's not not obvious either. He doesn't hide it. Uh, M. Gabriel said, I wanted to see the autopsy after the execution. Yeah, the poor gun, it felt so bad after its rear sight fell off that it uh, it went and leaned against a tree and was, uh, you know, weeping, basically. And Paul put it Put it out of its misery. Yeah, there, was, <laughs> there was a video a few years ago from Robski over at the AK-4774 Operators Union uh, where he was shooting one of the Century AKs, and as he's shooting it, you can just see pieces are just flying off. <laughs> it wasn't a good video. Yeah, for Century, anyway. But, well, uh, for- it, in this video, towards the beginning of it, when he did the first uh, target shooting with it, he compared it against a Ruger 1022. And he had a good group with the Wildcat, but it was about three inches to the left. And then he explained that he had sighted in that gun the day before, but the rear sight had worked itself loose. And then towards the end of the video, he explained that it has a proprietary hex screw that he said he has a a set of hex wrenches and none of them would fit that adjustment screw but there's one that comes in the gun that's actually in a little storage compartment by the trigger and uh, he had tightened it back up but then he had shot about 30 or 40 sample rounds through it and uh, it had worked itself loose again he said the problem is with the wrenches it's so tiny that you couldn't get enough torque on a screw to keep it tight and uh, bottom line is he wasn't too happy about it in the end and that was the end of the video so uh, Tony said Paul was just pissy because he lost the rear sight well that Wouldn't impress me too much either, especially out in the middle of a field with tall grass where you couldn't find it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, you look at it, the rear sights wouldn't just be falling off the gun. No, I shouldn't be. But uh, we are in hour number four of the early bird chat. It is... 12 over, I can't talk, 12.04 p.m. here in the central time zone. As we say here, the only time zone that matters, Rich would probably disagree with me, as would Mr. Knives, I'm sure. 
Tony said, most are going to put an optic on the thing, which is true. It does have a Picatinny rail on top. So, yeah, in reality, you would probably put an optic on there. Uh, Bernie says, I take the sights off all my guns and just guesstimate. Now, Bernie's watched too many Patriot in the Dark videos. Yeah, or Sarge. Sarge did that video with the Glock 19 where he shot it without sights on it at all. Well, well, Patriot's always saying that uh, sights are a fad. Tony says there ain't a lot of people that can use a freaking sight. Uh, Scottish American says Eastern is the only time zone that matters. I'm sorry, it's Western. I believe that's called Pacific. It's the way I call it, Gary. Don't fight with me, man. <laughs> hey, you got me. You got me. M. Gabriel says, Paul, should Gary get a P10F or a 75B? Both good choices. Or a Shadow 2. Yeah, uh, all three are good choices. I mean, whichever one he can afford at the time when he's looking to buy. Might as well get them all. Yeah, yeah that's an option, too. I know what a Shadow 2 costs. <laughs> you already there might as well you know yeah it's only money let's see Tony says if you listen to those who say you gotta get a insert gimmick here on your gun Bernie says central Bernie is correct by the way G23 had a comment, and then he retracted it. But, uh, gosh, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research and figure out what I do want. But uh, I'll probably get one someday. I'll make the Scotsman proud of me. He's not real impressed with my Glocks or my SIGs. Q, Gary, in the montage, science outfit, and the library. <laughs> I can't fit in the skinny jeans, sorry. Yeah, well, all my jeans are skinny jeans. No, science <laughs> outfit. <laughs> all right. So, what else is going on out there? We still have 28 people watching. Three thumbs up on Facebook. Thank you. Tony says, everyone have a great day. So Tony must be taken off. Uh, Scottish American says, start off with a 75 or a PO1. Either one is a good option to start. Mm-hmm. M. Gabriel says, ever since last week, I've been using Handgun Hero to compare bore axes. If you want to carry the CZ, the P01 would be the more carry-friendly one. It's a little bit smaller. Yes, the handgunhero.com website is a great place to compare guns. Yeah, I've been using that for a while. So, we have this from, uh, well, maybe I'll let you guys guess who sent it. How about that? You'll probably be able to figure it out pretty quick. But uh, it says, uh, 
I'm sure G23 is going to love this one. <laughs> Anybody want to guess where that came from? No guesses, huh? Okay, I'll let you know then. That was sent to my sent to me by my good friend Rob D, the New York Outcast. So uh uh Bernie says all my genes say husky. Oh sorry, Gary. I had a mouthful of potato chips. So couldn't answer. But it was kinda of obvious that was from Rob. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was kinda <clears throat> in the picture. <laughs> G23 says uh, Greenwich Mean Time Zone sounds like most of y'all's favorite. Well, in the end, that would. It's what we all base stuff on. So, Stan says, Gary, do you remember my friend that came with me to Tulsa? He was there for Ghost Birthday Party Supper. They had his estate gun sale yesterday. His name was Gene. Rest in peace. Sorry for your loss, Stan. Sorry for your loss, absolutely. Yeah, my son just brought these in and handed them to me. Doritos Cool Ranch flavored Lay's. Yes, they are Lay's potato chips with the Cool Ranch uh, flavoring on them. Not bad. That sounds good. Yeah, they're not bad. Now I want some chips. I may have to go out and get me something to eat after this. I don't know. I'm hungry, and I don't want anything I have. Uh, old Crankman says, sounds like my Bissell Power Force 6583W needs a belt. Hmm. Yeah, belts are important with vacuums. That's for sure. Hopefully it doesn't need it to hold up its skinny jeans. Uh, Bernie says, why, Rich White, that's an abomination. Old Crankman says, or scrap the machine, even though it's very uncommon. I hope you don't have to do that. Well, is that an abomination? I mean, Lay's makes Doritos. Uh, I'm not real sure why. I mean... To me, it just sounds yummy. They're good. I wonder if I could find those around here in my small town. Yeah, plus you could start a fire with them, too. That's true. Uh, 223DMR says, I'm back from church. M. Gabriel says, belts only need replaced when they catch fire. Lay's is doing a bunch of different other flavors, so there are other snacks with their chips now. You can get the Cheetos-flavored ones, uh, the regular nacho Dorito-flavored ones, the obviously the Cool Ranch. There's a couple different ones they have. Uh, <clears throat> Triggerfish45 says, F my job, I quit. I got to go get some of those chips. Uh, Bernie says, because Doritos are better as they are. Well, sometimes you're just in the mood for potato chips. I like both. Don't get me wrong. 
Yeah. Sometimes Doritos have one side coated, but the other side doesn't have nothing on it. That's true. You got to flip them around the right way. And sometimes one chip has all the coating on it, too. I remember when I was a kid, some kid used to lick them and just throw them away after, after he was done. Wow. <laughs> Uh, M. Gabriel says, I like the sweet southern heat lays. Tara says, near my house, a Jeep whose driver was not paying attention rear-ended three motorcycles who were waiting to turn, knocking one into oncoming traffic. He died. Get off the phones while you're driving. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Old Crankman says, belts on Bissels are weird when they're in bad shape. Despite them burning the belt, they keep them running, but it puts stress on the belt. Hmm. Learn something about vacuums every day from Old Crankman, that's for sure. But if anybody knows vacuums, I'm sure it'd be him. I don't okay. know as I've ever met a vacuum collector before. I wonder if they have a society. I hey, bet Rich. you he's. I bet you he's not the only one. Hmm? Give me a synopsis on those chips, dude. <laughs> I ain't got no nachos, man. They're just they're chips with those a synopsis. Oh. <laughs> man, I, I'd email you some nice, but I don't think it works that way. <laughs> Describe them. Describe them. Okay, they're. Potato chip, you know, Lay's potato chip, regular Lay's style potato chip with the Cool Ranch flavoring from the Doritos on them. You know, they they're, they taste like the Cool Ranch. But instead of being a corn chip, it's a potato chip. Now, who here wants to see Rich do the one chip challenge? I can't I do it. <laughs> Food allergies, I can't do it. Scottish American says vacuums suck. Yes, they do. If they're working. Kingpin says, not so fun fact. Chip bags are completely full when they leave the factory, yet they're half empty at the store. Uh, old Crankman says, my Bissell has a bad belt, but I put the height a little higher than normal. Uh, Tacos and French fries says, I am a chip guy. I love my chips. Can't eat too many of them, but occasionally I do enjoy chips. Anna Lee Brown says, I want to do the one chip challenge. Early Watch Chat says, bag of chips, the best food for live podcasting. And now you're making me want chips. I don't have any chips. I'm going to remedy that situation after this show's over. Uh, Rob D says, I'll do the one chip challenge with you guys. What's the bet? Um, I'm not getting in on this. But I think Anna Lee wants to do it with you. Uh, Tacos and French Fries says, I have some cool ranch. Now Chris Lang says, I'm maintenance at a hotel and can tell you there is no good vacuum. Housekeeping proves it all the time. 
Uh, old Crankman says, want to know something funny? My Hoover vacuum from 1979 had a clog in the bag, and I've been using it like that for two months until about a week ago I figured it out and got the clog fixed. That's good. Uh, Tacos and French Fry says, I do like the old school Dorito nachos. Uh, the old-fashioned flavor. Yeah. Kingpin says, I bet I'm not dumb enough to eat that mess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd bet that too. Uh, Annalise oh, says like plain ruffles cheese. with cottage cheese to dip it in and sharp cheddar cheese slices. That sounds yeah. good. Kingpin's uh, a racist against sauces. If it's white, he doesn't like it. Cottage cheese is got to be good. red or yellow. Uh, Triggerfish45 says my wife is the loudest chip eater in the multiverse. <laughs> Hopefully, she's not watching. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, I'm looking to get a Gen 1 Jericho 941R 9mm with the stainless slide and black frame. One that doesn't have a rail on it. I want one of those too, but with the blue slide, because then it'll match the one t-shirt I have, which has a Cowboy Bebop on there, because that was the gun carried by the main character in that anime. Uh, we, I did a whole show where basically where we talked about the guns from that uh, anime and how good the Japanese animators did with the guns. It's amazing how well they did. You could see the markings, and the markings were 100% accurate on the various firearms. They, uh, and this was a cartoon. So, I mean, they did a really good job with that. Cowboy Bebop was awesome. Yeah, it was. And seriously, though, man, if you haven't, if you haven't like looked at the close-in shots of the firearms from that, Knives, the markings are spot on, act one hundred percent accurate to the actual real life guns. I want somebody to make me a replica of Trigun. <laughs> That'll be an interesting one. So Rob D says the old bone proof vacuums are the best, in my opinion. Old Crankman said the most common known commercial vacuum is sanitary or sanitary, however you pronounce that. Ridiculous when you see them in a lot of commercial buildings. He says, I have a Rubbermaid commercial vacuum, which is rare to find them in commercial buildings. Uh, Anna Lee Brown says, we mix nacho and ranch Doritos together in a big bowl. That's how we party around here. Yeah, you can do that. Throw some pretzels in there, you know, some potato chips, too. Make yourself a nice little snack mix. That sounds good. Maybe throw some Cheetos in there, you know. Yeah, tacos and french fries says we do the same thing here. Yeah. Chris Lang says, anybody notice how much smaller Dorito bags have got since the 80s? And the price has doubled. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the bags down, man. They're smaller than nothing now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crappy Turtle says the channel The Mosin Crate had some Jerichos last week. Tacos French Fry says I grew up in Texas and a buddy of mine's mom worked at the Frito Lay plant. It was on. It was on when it came to chips. LOL. That's like my grandfather worked for uh, Clark Candy, so Clark Bars, Zagnut, and Milk Duds. We got all that stuff fresh off the assembly line before it even got... I mean, he would bring them home in plastic bags that didn't even have labels on them. I mean, they were coming right off the line. 
but it didn't even go through the packaging machinery. Tacos and French fries says a bag of chips is like $5 now. Scottish American says bags full of air, just like the government. No, that's how Chicago... That's how Chicago got the name Windy City. A lot of people think it's because it's windy in Chicago. No, Chicago got the name the Windy City because of the politicians. They were full of hot air. It was the that God's, God's truth. That is how Chicago got the nickname the Windy City. Now, Annalise says Chris Lang, right? Kroger's cheap brand tastes just as good, though. Early watch chat says hot Cheetos and nacho cheese is unbeatable. Oh, yeah, those Flaming Hot Cheetos are good. You know what's amazing? The hot version of the Cheetos, the Walmart brand, are better than the Cheetos brand. And they're a dollar less. M. Gabriel says, remember the Clark Bar sign in Pittsburgh? It's still there. The, the Clark Candy Company building is an office building now, but they kept, they still has the Clark Bar and Zegna sign on top of the building, M. Gabriel. That sign is still there. Annalise says, anybody tried the new Planters cheese balls? They are shit. They are not the same. That is not what it tasted like back in the day. Uh, Chris says, Anna, I only have H-E-B, and yeah, the store brands are catching up. Uh, early watch chat says that rich what? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, if I'm getting if I get Cheetos, I'm getting the Walmart the uh, what do they call it? Great Value I think it's their food line. They taste better. They have more cheese flavor to them than what the Cheetos do. Didn't so, hot Cheetos used to have some crispy ones? Yeah, that's the ones I'm talking about. They're like the um, ones that look almost like a little club that a caveman would carry. Yeah. Yeah. Rob says that's toxic garbage, Rich. Don't eat that crap. I don't give a shit. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. I'm going to go out the way I want. Those damn things taste good, so leave me alone. You, you do yeah. you, Rob. I'm going to eat what I want. So here's some Gorn we just got sent in. You guys can guess who this who sent this. But it might be retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I will not, I'm not going to mention that G23 sent this. I'm sorry, but that is not as good as uh, Rob's picture, though. (laughs) Rob's was better. Uh, M. Gabriel says, Planters cheese balls were great. Uh, Annalise says, Meyer brand tuna and oil is better than the name brand tuna. Uh, Chris Lang said, Cheeto Puffs just ain't the same either. No, they're not. If you're not going to make good snacks. Rob D says, damn, I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. God, why do I got, why did I just hear Rob with um, the Paris Hilton voice saying that? (laughs) Early watch chat says, nice gun outcast. Send one with your boobs out. Wow. Now, Annalise says, you know what tastes the same still today? Smart food, white cheddar popcorn. I lived through high school on that in the 90s, and it still tastes the same today. Yeah, uh, Rob, says, Rob says, don't be jealous. And Stan says, looking good, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Bernie says the food store we have here makes their own version of the major brands and most taste better over the original, less salty in most cases. Well, 223 Rob has stated in the past that he has owned Glocks. I mean, he's, he's yeah, never it can be an old any. picture. Yeah, now Kingpin. He says, Cheeto tip, take a slice of cheese and a pork rind and shove them in your mouth. Cheetos. Yeah, no, they're not the same. Not exactly the same. No, no. I don't like pork rinds. Oh, the new pork rinds you came out with is garbage. Yeah, I can't stand it. They don't pork taste rinds, the same like back in the day. You got to get I, the hot I, and spicy pork rinds. No, they ain't the same. I've they never liked pork rinds. Chicharrones. Uh Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on chicharrones, dude. I'll tell you how to make them. <laughs> Chris from the 740 is out there. Good afternoon, everyone. Get yourself some chicharrones. Yeah. Sounds get yourself good. some uh, some refried beans. Stick the chicharrones and mix it around up in there. Oh, that'd be good. Put that on tortilla. Annalise says, Kingpin, what? I must try this. My daughter and I love pork rinds and we love cheddar cheese. Now you're going to have people putting cheddar cheese and pork rinds together. Uh, My wife does all the time. She'll take the chips and she'll put put cheese on them and throw them in the microwave and melt the cheese over. Doesn't matter what kind of chips it could be. I guess I could try it. Yeah, it could be Doritos. It could be potato chips. It don't matter. She'll she'll melt the cheese right on the chips in the microwave. Uh, Rob D says, yep, last one I sold was the G23 like Gary has in 40 cal. I have the G22. I don't have no half a gun. I have the whole gun. Uh, Kingpin wants to know what were refried beans before they were fried. Well, they were beans, of course. Pinto beans mostly, I think, is what they're making money. Yes, you you know, Annalise says, more fun, make your own lard, and eat the crispy bits while you're skimming it out of the fat. Rob says, we all got to grow up and get some taste one day. Kingpin says, frying them the first time didn't work? No, you have to refry them. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> He's got a point. Uh, sure. <laughs> Uh, Bernie says, I make chicharrones in a spicy sauce and cook them until soft. Great in a flour tortilla. He knows. He knows the way. Sounds good. Annalise says, a plate of chips or tortilla chips, shredded cheese, nuke 60 seconds. Heaven at 3 a.m. Yep, that, that's what she does. Just just like what she just described. Man, you're making me hungry. I ain't got any of this mess. Hmm. G-Web says, Then I looked again and it was a golden coupon. When I redeemed it, there was a big chocolate party and now I never need to pay for chocolate anymore. Next, I plan to give free chocolate to... Oh, hey, Mr. Knives. M. Gabriel says, "Anybody remember bacon horseradish dip? I had to make. I've had to make my own bacon horseradish dip. Don't think so, but I'd eat it. Yeah, I remember seeing that in stores. 
Uh, Chris Lang said, mowed the yard yesterday, and it's now time to wreck my back raking. Thanks for the shout-out, Gary. See y'all soon. Have a great day, everyone. See you, Chris. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, Annalise says, my daughter's go-to lunch is a can of pinto beans heated up with butter and salt and pepper. Nothing wrong with that. With butter? No, you just baking grease. Ooh, even better. Heck yeah. Uh, Rob says, Chris, get a mower that bags them next time. Well, we're not all rich. I'll hey, just because my wife's got an electric mower with a bag on the back, but don't go throw them. Don't, 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 don't my fingers at me. <laughs> uh, Kingpin says, I like horseradish, but this dip sounds a lot like mayo. Mm, I like mayo. You could put mayo and horseradish together. Yeah. Kingpin says, I'm out. <laughs> I made that up, but I can just see him saying that. As a point to mail, if it starts dripping like the old school Carly Jr. commercials when he's dripping out and falling down the ground, no, I'm good. Yeah. That's too much. Well, there's good, there's mayo, and then there's good mayo. Uh, if it comes in a if it comes in a jar that says uh, Hellman's, it's probably pretty good. Or Duke's is even better. Uh, let's see. Mike White says, you guys are talking about a heart attack waiting to happen. Uh, Block 9 says, here in Texas, I like the old El Paso refried beans, but they have to be fat-free because I don't like the lard in them. They're bad for you. We got a can of those in the pantry. You guys don't make your own? Yeah. With my wife's work schedule, she's with us, all that kind of stuff. She doesn't have time. Uh, Annalise says, LOL, can't afford bacon much. I do get the bacon pieces sometimes. Three pounds for $7. Not good for eating for breakfast, but great to add, for, add to things and the fat. G23's got the right idea. He said, just move to an apartment and never have to worry about mowing again. That's where I'm at. Uh, Kingpin says, Gizzard Gary, yep, out for sure. Rob D says, it's only about 100 more to get a bagger. It's well worth it. Annalise says, talking to Kingpin, sour cream and shredded horseradish, little salt, good stuffs. G-Web says, I have a good, great recipe for do-it-yourself mayo, mayo jerky, so you can enjoy mayonnaise to chat, to snack on anywhere, anytime. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, tacos and french fries says, I like those ranch beans. Then we got chips and beans. You're making me hungry. Smeggy. Maggie says, damn, you're still live mega jet. We go for four hours here, folks. Uh, this ain't no this ain't no chat for wimps. I mean We're we're in it to win it, you know. Yeah. The wrestling chat last day was supposed to be an hour show and that stretched to three. 
Rob says physical activity is good for you folks. Don't be scared. Uh, Tacos French Fries says Gary doesn't play around four hours. That's right. Uh, G23 says Calamari for the win for the trophy. I like Calamari. Oh, is that squid? Yep. Okay. Yeah, fried squid. Uh, as long as they don't overcook it, you don't want it to be too tough. Uh, Kingpin says 87,000 IRS agents are going to be looking into all the money y'all spend on mayo. <laughs> Any mayo we got in the house is those little packets that came from uh, Chick-fil-A. Annalise says, dude, Jimmy Jones will give you hella free mayo packets. Great for on-the-go stuff for picnics or hiking or whatever. No, Kingpin would be more worried about if how many napkins they give him. Block 9 says, Hellman's mayonnaise ain't even made in America anymore. Is that right? I didn't know that. Uh, G-Web says, I only buy mayo for business reasons, so it's all a write-off. There you go. M. Gabriel says, Annalie, add bacon bits, a little garlic powder and sugar, some MSG, and presto. Y'all quit making me hungry? Gosh. I got to go for another 25 minutes before I can go eat. <laughs> but I've got the I got the Jeep all gassed up. And luckily, I only have a few blocks to go to a grocery store. Unless I decide to go out to eat today. Which, that could happen too. Or both could happen, actually. I haven't decided. It's Sunday. I do what I want. So, uh, Kingpin says mayo package should be illegal to even say, to even say, much less to exist. Mayo packet, mayo packet, mayo packet. Start doing like meat juice, man. <laughs> I wonder what Kingpin thinks about the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. If he got sick, would he go to the Mayo Clinic? There's a question for you. I can't wait to see the answer on this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great question. <clears throat> so we have about uh, 25 minutes to go. Still got 28 people out there in the YouTube side. Four thumbs up on Facebook. Thank you, everybody. As we come to the tail end of this, I want to remind everybody that after this is, uh, what was that thing that G23 was promoting? Georgia. Georgia Shooting Connection, I think. Georgia Shooting Connection is live after this. And then uh, I'm going to have to get their link out. Uh, Foreign and Domestic with the Scottish American. It's at uh, 6 p.m. Central. And uh, now last week, uh, Locked and Loaded Latinos was at 5 p.m. Central. So if they go live today, I'll post a link. And don't forget... uh, on the Unloaded Media channel, this week Unloaded 
you never know what you'll find there. And sometimes that goes real long. I've seen that chat go four hours or better before. That's at 7.30 p.m. Central. Don't miss it. Or Rich will find you. Uh, let's see. Let me get back up in the chat here. Four hours. Man, we've done six hours. Uh, Annalise says, Kingpin, if you're stuck at work and broke for lunch and the only thing left is a ramen cup, add the mayo packet. Makes it tolerable. Oh, heck Oh, no. wow. Dude. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Now, Rob D says, mayonnaise is great to put on people's doorknobs. Wow. I'd would you. Okay. Kingpin says, hmm, let me grab this hot mayo packet out of my glove box and smear it all over this perfectly good turkey sandwich. (laughs) Annalise says, well, I literally have a cookbook titled Prison Ramen. Hmm. Uh, Block 9 says, Hellman's might be made in America, but they're owned by China now. I heard that. M. Gabriel says, BLTs need mayo and pepper. Kingpin says, I will stick to the mustard clinic. Thank you. And G-Web says, Kingpin would ask them to take him a little further to the relish hospital. Block 9 says, I don't eat squid. I only eat sushi. G-23 said, Georgia trapping and fishing, not Georgia shooting connection. They are on Friday night. No, they do make sushi out of squid. Yes. Oh, they do? Yeah, there is a type of sushi that's made out of squid. Kingpin uh, concurs. Georgia shooting connection is live on Friday nights. They are doing the Willie Bullet Man giveaway. Okay. So Georgia trapping and fishing. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. That's the one you want to watch after this. That's why I got that. Anna Lee says, Kingpin, I have a love-hate relationship with mustard. I hate mustard, but I love Coleman's mustard. And I like Chinese hot mustard. I can tolerate grainy beer mustard. But like French's mustard, no. Rob D says, we try to avoid jail food around here. Kingpin says, uh, the French's is the only kind I like, basic. Uh, Bernie says, bipolar mustard person. (laughs) Uh, Mike White says, you guys talking about all these foods reminds me that I need to go get my blood pressure pills. Uh, Block 9 says, hell, the Chinese are probably starting putting lead in the mayonnaise helmets. They used to put lead in the baby pacifiers until they finally got caught. Annalise says, New York Outcast, you ever got shotgun holes in your car from toilet paper in your house when you were 16? Wow. I haven't. I don't know, but Rob has had fireworks shot at his car. Yeah, he has. I forgot about that. He was not thrilled with that either. Sorry, I'm still with a, a manager and, uh, and a cup of noodles, man. Yeah, I don't get yeah, that. I don't. 
Yeah. I put ketchup in a in tapatio or lemon on a cup of noodles. Yeah, lemon. Put lemon in it. Put uh, lemon or tapatio. Yeah. I throw a can. Ke- yeah, drain a can of tuna and throw the tuna in there too. I used to put a uh, ketchup in it so I can make it thicker. Mm-hmm. I had no money for food. Yeah, you throw a can of tuna in with some lemon juice. Yeah. I gotta try that. Uh, Rob D says, nothing is worse than getting creamy white stuff on your hands when trying to turn on a restroom sink. Wow. I don't want to know what restrooms you're using. I don't either. Uh, Rob says, no, but I do have a bullet hole in my truck. Did you obnoxious your truck? Uh, somebody didn't like Chevy's. Must have been a Ford owner who did that. Hey, obnoxious oh. shot a truck. Well, Rob no. tried to put it out of his misery and failed. Uh, I've been gone too long. No, he didn't shoot his truck. That's Let's... a New York special. So we've degenerated to this with 15 minutes left to go, hopefully, and we get off the subject of creamy white stuff in the restroom sinks. <clears throat> that That is not where I want this show to go. Uh, Annalise says, I have a bullet hole in my kitchen floor because my ex-husband was an idiot. Notice I said X. <laughs> Uh, King Ken says, Rob <clears throat> like to use the bathrooms with rainbow flags over them. And early watch chat said, Sorry, outcast. I thought I wiped it all off. Wow. <laughs> and Mike White says, Heck, and I thought I lived in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Stay out of New York. Yeah, Michael White is my neighborhood. <laughs> he lived in a good part, though. <laughs> wow. Just wow. So does anybody here like guns? <laughs> I know Mr. Knives likes that 38 Super. 38 Super should rule them all. Uh, I thought you wanted to talk about the Hillary hole some more. 38 Super brings you love. One of these days I'm going to have to try it. Or, you know, what would be really bad is if the white creamy stuff was coming out of the Hillary hole on your Smith & Wesson. Now, John Z's out there says, Hey, Gizzard Gary, leaving a dookie here in, in Casey, Kansas. You're welcome. Oh, wow. You're getting off, you're getting off the highway, and if he said Casey... Casey, Kansas is supposed to be heading back to New Jersey. That's a roundabout way to go. If he's in Kansas City, Kansas, he's well off the beaten path. Don't go back. Don't go back. Stay in Kansas. I think he means Caney, knowing where he's at. What's he doing clearing Caney? Wasn't he just saying about how he was in Illinois heading back to Jersey to get his car? How did he get in Kansas? Yeah, so I'm saying he went. He took the he took a wrong turn somewhere. He's lost. Yeah, 
Uh, G20, I'm not even going to say that out loud. Uh, Rob D says, someone parks in your spot, bust out the fast food mayo packet, and apply the door handles. There you go. Uh, Kingpin says, gun jokes, give a man a gun and he will rob a bank. Give a man a bank and he will rob everyone. I like that one. I do like that. Uh, let's see. Go ahead and put that banner up. But uh, we're in the last 15 minutes, folks. So uh, get your stuff out there, whatever you want to say. Talk about, oh, we got a picture from John. I hope it's not a picture of his dookie. I don't want to see it. <laughs> God. One put it past John. Okay. So let's see. He's got to be in Casey, Missouri. I don't know what. Uh, 40 Highway and I-70. I-70, where in the world is he? Is that a toll road? I-70? No. No, I mean, the, the, no the, the, if you look, it says $30.50. Where the heck is he? Yeah. Oh, toll road on 70? I don't know. Is, is that how much it's going to cost for gas to go that far on 70? Is that what it's saying? Kingpin says, I shot a man with a paintball gun just to watch him die. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The dad jokes were last weekend show, Kingpin. You're, you're Kingpin says, "What do you call a group of Downs kids with guns? Special forces? Oh, bad dog, bad <laughs> dog." Or <laughs> far, huh? The views and opinions of the people in the text chat are not the views and opinions of Gizzard Gary and or Gizzard Gary Productions. Uh, Ozzy <laughs> said that in uh, Illinois, thirty miles east of him. Oh. So John must have misspoke when he he's said he's lost. Yeah, he's real yeah. lost. He he's in lost. State he's, in. he's using his GPS and he's still lost. I tell you, he said, "Just filled my tank." Sixty-six station, ninety dollars. Ouch! Ouch! Good Lord! What are you? Oh, he's driving a delivery truck, kind of U-Haul thing. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, early watch chat says, what would you boys use for snakes in your yard? Rat shot, pellet, or 22? Shotgun. Um, probably rat shot. Some M80s would be good. He said, I meant Illinois. Sorry, typo. Kingpin says, last one. What would you call a gun made out of an avocado? A guacamole. Wow. <laughs> That's bad. That's just bad. That's to punish us, I guess, for all the mayonnaise talk earlier. So uh, Rob D says, I got a dollar twenty-five off a gallon last time I filled the truck thanks to store points. G twenty three says twelve gauge slugs to kill a snake. 
the snake, that's a little bit of overkill. I could see like birdshot, but slug, that's a bit of an overkill. Dang. And a waste of money considering how much goddamn slugs cost these days. Rob says it was still expensive. Gas here. What did I pay? Can't remember. Mike White says the snakes keep the rats and the mice away. Don't kill them. Mm-hmm. Annalise says dad jokes are always appropriate and we love them. Block 9 says gas was three twelve with 15 cents off. 20 gallons at Circle K game I play. Remember, gas is still twice as much as it was when Trump left office. I miss Circle K. Rob D says number four works well for snakes. Annalise says gas here is 369. I think it's 345 here. And Kingpin says, how can you overkill something? Shoot a snake with a slug and see what happens. <laughs> That's overkill. Oh, you'll kill it all right. Might strike oil, too. Mm-hmm. That'd be about like taking a Barrett and shooting a snake. Yeah. It? Oh, overkill is shooting a squirrel with an SKS. Like, I And the squirrel goes, pop. <laughs> you that did that? Huh? You did that? Uh-huh. Why? Uh, I got tired of getting hit with walnuts. <laughs> well, well, I guess you can't a, very well call it animal cruelty because you put him out of his misery pretty quick. There was this ornery squirrel that lived in a walnut tree. So, uh, early watch chat says, I got slugs, but I also have a septic tank. Yeah, you might not want to do that. Block 9 says, how do we know the ocean's friendly? Because it waves. That's just to give you a false sense of security. Annalise says, shit, I graduated in 1997. A gallon of gas, a pound of ground beef, and a gallon of milk each cost 99 cents then. M. Gabriel says using a parrot gun on a parrot is overkill. Yeah, I can see that. Also true. Annalise. They call it a punt gun. It doesn't play football. That's true. Annalise says, I don't know, Kingpin. You can talk to my son about being overpowered on his games because I don't know. But yeah, using a parrot gun on a parrot is probably not a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to use a punt gun on the punt of football either. You probably should not. Uh, one last reminder Gear Websites is your source for every second matters, gun channels, gear, MOID, and more. They have patches, stickers, and other items. And remember, every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So buy cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. Also remember, R&L Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits 
that give you endless options to display your firearm. So visit them at rndldisplays.com. For you podcast listeners, that's rndldisplays.com. And remember to use code GizzardGary to get 15% off your order. So don't forget that. Uh, Let's go through the chat real quickly again. Let's see. Rob said, I had to deal with a family northeastern water snake. They kept chasing people trying to swim. I got seven with number four in my 500. Mike White says, what is a parrot gun? And Kingpin says, how do they know it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun? The parrot gun has feather, pretty colored feathers and talks. Is that a peacock? No, that's the symbol for NBC. Used to be, anyway. That still is. Uh, Rob said, the one that got away must have told the rest because they haven't been a problem since. Uh, Bernie says, take care, folks. Thumbs up. Hope to see everybody again soon. Remember to be nice to Rob. He's from New York. Do we have to? Uh, Early Watch Chat says, use code NEWWATCH if you want to pay 10% more. Well, there you go. You could do that, too. We're just about down to five minutes to go. So we are we are getting ready to drive this thing into the shed. So real quickly, say... Speak your piece out there in the chat. Uh, G23 says, Later, Bernie. Is New York even part of the United States? Kingpin says, Trump's plane has pretty colored wings, but it doesn't talk, so it must not be a parrot. No, it's not a parrot. It's not a parrot. Rob D says, Have a great day, everyone. Yep, yep. And, uh, Let's go ahead and uh, since people are saying their goodbyes out there, let's let everybody have a chance to uh, give their plugs out there in the chat. We're going to go with Rich first. Tell us what you got coming on, Rich, what you got going on, and uh, give your plugs. Well, we got uh, this week unloaded tonight. It'll be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on the Unloaded Media Channel. And starting next weekend, we will have a new channel in operations. If I still got that link out, so you can do. Right there, it's uh, Wrestling Unloaded. That's where you will find the wrestling chat going forward. And uh, but next weekend, it will not be a wrestling chat on Saturday night. It will be a watch-along for Notre Dame versus Ohio State. If you're into college football, check that out. It's the opening game of the season. And Jason Stewart wanted to do that because he is an Ohio State fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan, and we give each other grief sometimes about the the college football thing, especially when it got to the playoff season last year for college. So, uh, yeah, we decided we're going to do a live stream and, you know, watch the game and chat while watching the game and whatnot. So uh, check that out next weekend. Uh, We'll probably be going live 6, 6.30 for that next weekend because kickoff is at 7. So, uh, yeah, check that out next weekend. That'll be a fun time. 
Definitely. Well, thank you for being part of the show, for staying for the duration. Yep. I appreciate it. All right, so let's go with Mr. Knives. You got anything coming up we need to know about, Mr. Knives? I got nothing. You got nothing. I got to say, support your local Pro 2A groups in your state and other states, and don't talk bad, bad about other states, man. Because right. whatever, whatever you talk bad about them, it's going to go to your state. That's right. Support the people out there in California who are fighting the good fight, folks. Yeah, so, uh, support your local Pro 2A groups. If you have uh, like an extra $5, just send it up uh, to other states to help out your neighbor states. That's pretty much it. And there's a there's a guy out there, a channel called Gun Guy TV, and he does a lot of fighting for the state of California. Uh, Joe Pershinger? That's him. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. I support him. I actually, I'm a patron of his. So uh, definitely support him and his fight and everybody's fight out there in California. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, cross your fingers because we're going to have, on Monday, we're going to have the assault weapons bed on the uh, magazines going up to court. So they're going to talk about it, see what's going to happen. All That's right, pretty much well, it. Best wishes to all of you out there in California and everywhere that. Gun owners are oppressed and their rights are violated. As for me, uh, remember that uh, Foul Territory is on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Central right here on this channel. Next week, once again, the early bird chat. This will be Labor Day weekend now, but it'll still be the same time, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Central. So, uh Anyway, check that out and uh, check out the rest of the programming that's going to be coming on today if you get a chance. Uh, and uh, keep in mind as we leave that, as I always say, if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary telling you to have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and later released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, please visit our website at gizzardgary.com.